by Castellanos. <laughs> I said flag talk. Good clarification. It's flag day, everyone. If you haven't popped your flag on your house and you got one and you're going to do it, well, do it. I'm reminding you right now. It looks pretty. My neighborhood had a bunch of them up today. I'm like, oh, yeah, everybody remembered. That's pretty good. Great job. Happy flag day to all of you. And it's good to see that I think for the first time since 2012, the flags are all the way to the top of the pole, which is unbelievable. I'd, oh, I'd forgotten there the whole goes. pole There works. you go. Way to jinx it. Now, nah, you know. Not going to be me. Trust me. Some lunatic will uh, ruin this. It'll be down half-staff again before you know it, so everybody feels normal. <laughs> this is, by the way... First time this year. For kids born before 2008, this is where flags are supposed to be. All the way to the top, which has never happened in their lifetime. So look at that on Flag Day. Here we can celebrate... Glorious. ...with uh, old glory flying high all the way to the top of that pole, which I've... I've forgotten how majestic that is. And all the flags on houses don't have to be pointed half, you know, almost all the way down. Maybe vertical. I want to put it all the way up. Can't be proud of the United States anymore. That's a bad thing. I had my uh, a friend of mine tell me that. He goes, I don't like putting the flag up because I get worried that somebody's going to get upset with me. You're okay. Um, crazy. Dropping the American flag down when it needs to be in half. Mm-hmm. Um, but what about, you know, like Cubs or, you know, people that have their team flags? Well, if one of the Cubs is shot, I bring it down to half staff. Yeah. But it's very Other rare. That, you can just keep <laughs> yeah. it up floating Very, on top. very rare that the Cubs are involved in any sort of shootings. But sometimes, and it's sports, you never know. Well, it happens with the White Sox. The White Sox, but there's shootings all around the south there. Side, so. Right. Do they even have a full staff in the, the, the pointing down Arrow Stadium? I don't, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't even think they bother even... Even lowering the flag anymore. It's just like, well, that's a Monday. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Well, no it's, we had a weekend in yeah. Chicago, so they they just lay the flag on the ground there now. It's like let's let's not even mess around with half. But uh, yeah, Flag Day. It's a very important. You love that flag. I like it. I think it's a good thing. But it is. Uh, yeah, people will say that's all. It's embarrassing, and they give people grief about doing stuff with other. Uh, flags like you like Cubs and Steelers stuff and everybody like that's well, just this one's a good one we should we should be more proud of it so Flag Day doesn't get a good rap you know what I was thinking there's all these dates in June we got to switch uh, Pride Month with uh, Black History Month like this one makes more sense right because you got Juneteenth coming up here in a little bit the nineteenth nineteenth well, that makes sense to make that part of Black History Month and then you got uh, you know all that love and stuff up there in Pride Month with Valentine's Day. It would be a good switcheroo. I was yeah, joking around with a, a friend of mine last night who is a, a person of color. And he said, we can't have that, though. And I'm like, why not? Doesn't it seem like a better thing? He goes, yeah, I like the Juneteenth idea, but Father's Day. And I'm like, you're the dick who said it, not me. But I am going to repeat that. <laughs> that was just awful. But I laughed, and I'm like, oh, my, maybe he's right. <laughs> but then I gave, there's another deep drive by Castiano. Tom! Uh, but Flag Day is a good one. So pop your flag up there this morning and do it with pride. There is nothing wrong with the place you live. <laughs> Little things here and there, but nothing enough to make you so you, you're embarrassed of the flag. That was bo- bothersome. 
when uh, the neighbor told me that. I don't like flying the flag. I think it makes people mad. That bothers huh. me. That, that just got under my skin. Yeah, it bugs me. It's like, yeah. how in the world is that a thing? It's like, and there, he's, and there's an argument to be made that some people are upset about. The, oh, you're flying that. You're a Republican. This. And it's like, you're not. It's not anything more than you're American. And and in the neighborhood too. If you're in an area, maybe that you figure that it's a little more, I guess, liberal in the fact that's that. That's what. It, but that's the yeah. problem. Is that it isn't liberal or conservative. The flag is representative of neither. And or yet just both. the hatred for the country. Right. The waving the flag became uh, somehow or another, and I don't like you for it, uh, was commandeered by the right. I don't like that the Republicans took it and made it a uh, their thing right. against the other side. That's that's the first divisive thing, is that one And they tried it the other way. You know, the one side will say, oh, you're not wearing your flag. I don't want to. It's bad. Not standing for it and doing all that stuff. So. It didn't help when the whole kneeling down for the national anthem. No, and it divided everybody. Yep. Yeah, instead of just saying, hey, it's pretty great here. Which I don't think there's a problem with that. I think it's awesome. People will say I'm being political. I'll get emails. Are you being so political? Way to go, libtard. Am I a libtard or am I too conservative? Because this I, one's more of a, like, I I just like I like it here. I like it here. I don't care what side uh, politically. I don't think it even represents that. I just like it here. I like it. So I got away. I liked it here. Uh, Flagstaff is about to burn down, so I'm not real sure I'm, I'm you know, liking it as much as I used to. And the story behind why Flagstaff is burning down is, uh, wow, it's nothing to be proud of. I didn't realize a fire could start that way, but it's a homeless guy burning his shit, essentially. They keep saying he, he, the news will be delicate about it. And they kept saying yesterday on uh, AZ Family, Channel 3, yeah, to Gibson's like, a uh, homeless man was has admitted to lighting his toilet paper under a rock. But in the, in the news story, in the writing, it's he's a 57-year-old homeless guy named Matthew Reiser. Uh, said he didn't see any signs that said no forest fires. Uh, but he was taking his, uh, what he calls, paper, according to him. And uh, he would try to uh, light it up after he'd take dumps and stuff. After wipes. And then he tried to put it out with a sleeping bag. Then that caught on fire. And then that guy, he was like 80 yards from where he was asleep. And uh, he said it was, uh, and then he showed all the, the like forest rangers. Here's where I was pooping, and here's where I lit the toilet paper up. And I didn't see no signs, but my paper caught fire. I'm like, I've been camping a lot. I don't think I've ever lit it on fire, even as a joke. Yeah, usually yeah. you bury it. Yeah, you, if you, you dig a hole, if or you have a, a porta potty yeah, bucket, you're a or decent bagging. human being. You uh, you can clinch it up for a couple of days up there in the woods, so you don't have to dump out there with everybody. You're only there for a day and a half or two. When and the when the news report first came out, it was they didn't have his name yet. They just yeah. had a guy in a white pickup truck from uh, Louisiana, and yeah. I'm like, Flip Orley is yeah. up in Flagstaff. <laughs> I swear to God, I was like, the first thing Flip? you thought, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Yeah, yeah. Flip Tulin back there, uh, well armed man in Flagstaff, <laughs> Louisiana plates. Oh my God. But Flip, even uh, even if Flip did, I don't think Flip would burn his feces. That's somebody on the run. No, that's yeah. covering your tracks. I don't, you know, burning your crap is weird to me. I taking a dump in the woods is strange. I had that one story that I the one and only time I had to take a dump in the woods. I ate. We were like sixteen, and I had eaten something horrible the night before camp cooking, and two sixteen-year-olds cooking with fire, not realizing, hey, this chicken's pretty done. It's dark. I can't tell. Well, the next day I had to go real bad and I wandered off into the woods of Payson and it was August so it was like 90 
And that's when I realized you can't just squat in the woods with your pants on. You got to go full pants off. You, you can't. Yeah, because you'll, 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 you'll shelf it, it on yeah, your pants. You'll put it right into the pants. Yeah. And you lean it on a tree even and kicking your feet out. There's a good chance you'll drop it back. So there I am squatting in the woods with no pants on, and something comes up behind me. I'm like, oh, no. And I didn't even want to turn around and look closer. I'm like, oh, this is bad. And then I just hear this moo. And it's like where you are. It's like five feet behind me. This cow walked right Full up behind heifer. Because it was in some, I don't know, the cows were loose in this thing. It was their land. And I lost it. And with a whole tail hanging out of me, I just got up and started running. Because I didn't have any pants on. I didn't have to pull anything up. Running through the woods, screaming. Could have been one of Casey's finest broads up there. Yeah, well, I mean, it was, it, look, I, uh, later I made Last out with it. call. I made out with it, and I banged it because uh, it's better than a pacing girl. But still, then I'm like, and I left that poop behind. And what you don't know also is that when you, there is a lot of toilet paper to be used with a camp crap. For some reason, that's not a quick wipe. That is a filthy, long-term, full-roll kind of thing. And then you try to, like, put leaves and stuff over the top of it. Just, there's no doing it. I think that cow wanted what I was passing through because it's pretty fresh. I don't think there was a lot of digestion going on. So I don't know if cows wanted some slop or something, but he was coming over for a delightful treat. He smelled some some delicious yesterday food that came out. But, yeah, I didn't think about burning it. It burned the whole forest down. That's their first thought is don't start a fire out here. It would burn it all down. And then you'd be embarrassed. Like, doesn't anybody have shame where they think, oh, I'm going to light my poop on fire? What's the worst that can happen? Doesn't run through their mind once. Well, I, I burned the entire forest. Especially down. at this time of the any time the weather, the- unless it's pouring rain while you're pooping in the woods, and th- then you're not lighting your poop on fire. It's going to run away from your your wet poop. But yeah, it says it right there. The guy was showing everybody where it poops, and some lady was on there going, "How come they just don't monitor this better? Why weren't there any forest rangers out there to make sure no one was lighting fires?" Have you seen the forest, you idiot? Like you guys got to traverse the entire thing every night looking for fires. I'll have to put that up there on the signs now. Yeah. And don't light your poop. Don't light. Yeah, that's a rule generally. Don't light your <laughs> on fire, kids. <laughs> Teach your kids today in the car. Look at them in the back seat and go, were you even thinking that's a good idea? Or maybe. Right in the back of the head. Never, ever, ever light your <laughs> on fire, idiots. I've been on a camp out, and the guy did a night crap, and uh, the dumb move. He's like, you wake up the next morning, like, you didn't do it far enough away. Yeah, you can smell it. You got to go a good mile from the camp. You can't just go dump it. My friend's dad used to have, he took a a milk crate and put a toilet seat on it and cut the middle out. And I'm like, it was just a toilet seat on a box. And because it looked toilet-like, they put it real close. And I'm like, guys, that's not sewage. That's just a box we're going to sit on to dump down onto the ground. Then we dug a hole. I'm like, yeah, but it's still sitting right there. It doesn't add up or make any sense whatsoever for us to think that we've got. There's no need. Ski mask just pulled up. There's no need. I thought you were digging for the. She's early. She's early, though. She's going to make it on time today. That's one. Wow. One in, what, three months? No, she's had a couple. Two weeks ago. When she wasn't here. That week after that. So the line at Starbucks is way too long this morning. Yeah, maybe she skipped it, got here on time. <laughs> Damn it. The ski mask is on time today. Well, you know, she wasn't out there uh, burning her all up. She's still dicking around the car. So no, she, she got out. Oh, she, oh, yeah, okay. she moved out. She, oh. She's on her way in. <laughs>
That's this is impressive. I, I the flags at full staff ski masks here before six. I don't understand what's going on. In we this stopped world the whole anymore. show for <laughs> it. <laughs> we had to. Anyway, don't light your on fire, folks. That's just the rules. And poor Flagstaff now is going to have three massive fires. And yeah, I, I just don't think uh, that's ever crossed my mind. All the time, if I'm camping, all the time I'm thinking, is this fire going to burn the entire? I don't want to be straight responsible. Up on it, you're gonna, I, I think you'd have to have uh, gas or some kind of accelerant to keep it. What the, the on fire? Yeah. Well, it's if you got all that toilet needles. paper and pine needles, you'll be fine. And that's what he was yeah, lighting. Well, didn't you hear, Brady? He was lighting his paper. Right. Yeah. His words, not mine. It's a crap ticket. Lighting those up like crazy and all the flagstaffs on fire, which is awful to see. Like, it's just terrible. And then I feel bad about that. Well, they arrested him, right? So you're going to go to jail for that. Because he's not going to be able to pay for Well, them. no, but what do you get charged with? I mean, illegal fire, forest fire, and then what? Like, is out of hand? Is it like if all the buildings that he uh, is he arson. responsible for that? It's arson, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, it all adds homeless. That's what I mean. He just got a house out of it. His four thousand dollar truck. I mean, yeah, he gets to go inside. That's. I mean, he he gets a place to stay now. Gets free s paper. I mean, if there's any place better than Flagstaff to be homeless in summer, I don't know what it is. That would be amazing. He's got a sleeping bag, his truck. Oh, he had weed in the truck too. He's like can afford that. He can still run around doing that. But, uh, yeah, it's weird. So I hate to see that, but uh, don't light your crap on fire. That's it. And I'm more curious, to, and I have to say, I have to remind myself that now because I'm like, I wonder what that would do. I wonder what kind of colors would come out of that. But, no, don't do it. It's too tempting. But they want signs, more signs. That's what the latest. We need more signs to say no campfires. He wasn't doing campfires. He was lighting his on fire. That's not a campfire. That's a... That's a lunatic. We're not going to stop that. And unfortunately, it's it's happening. Three fires are about to, they're going to merge up. I feel bad for the firefighters that have to do that, to go out there. And then you got to find the one guy. They always find him. I got to, like OJ, the killer's a, a Nicole still on the loose. But I don't think there's a forest fire that hasn't ever gone. They solve they them all. Tra- track they, it down. They get them all every time. Within a couple of days, like this guy did it. We got this guy. He's on a tape driving away. And they catch those fire people every time. The initial burn. They go back like to where they can remember the dude where it started. The dude that started the fake fire to be a hero. Yeah, they caught him like this. this like you did this. Like what? It, yeah, we we understand exactly what happened here. This doesn't have you did this. They busted him immediately. That story seemed legit too because that guy went back in to try to put it out. Left his tracks all over the place, and those uh, fire investigators come up and they're like, "Nope, gotcha." They get everybody, and then they say it's man. When they say it's man caused, you're you're going to jail dude who did it they catch all of them so good good on them too because that's big but don't don't like fires right now i think they need to put his ass out there to help put it out too don't put oh, him in jail get out there yeah i don't know the training you might yeah. get in the here's a bandana. you don't get a oxygen yeah. mask here's a bandana give him go a spray bottle and a, and a right. goggles and go nuts yeah you have to die in this fire right. i guess brett's brett's italian Justice is just awesome. Here you go. Brett would drop him with a batch of water. Yeah. Fly over. Put him in that slurry thing. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Go live in your creation, jackass. (laughs) But it's poop, and poop is going to burn Flagstaff now. Speaking of poop, San Francisco last night, poop in the middle of the street, probably burned that up. Uh, The the Golden State Warriors and Boston Celtics game. I noticed something. uh, It's a little bit uh, subversive. It's uh, what ABC is doing. 
And I think it's a veiled shot at um, San Francisco itself. So you know how when they go to commercial or they come back, it's usually a song tied to, like, they'll play the gin blossoms here. Like, you know, sometimes they'll yeah, do that. Yeah, so they'll play thing. your local band. Or a song that's regional. like, you know, an Arizona song or something like that. They'll play something as a rejoiner from commercial to the thing. They do it for football all the time. They have to hit uh, Tony Bennett one time during the night. Most of the time in San Francisco, they'll do exactly yeah. that. Like, I left my heart in San Francisco. A journey Metallica, yeah. Journey. Last night, uh, when they were coming back from commercial, twice they played Evenflow by Pearl Jam. No connection to San Francisco. And Evenflow is all about homeless people. Aha. And I started to wonder, is this a little veiled shot to say this place is just coated in the homeless? And that's what, because they don't make mistakes like that on, but those broadcasts are like really, there's a reason for everything. They don't just go, ah, play. It's not like the local news that goes, what are we playing? They like have Toby Keith or something like that playing for no reason. They just, they, they always have a thing that's a tribute back to whatever city they're in right. or the, the actual game they're playing or, uh-uh. Like, Basketball Jones would have been more appropriate. It's just been, But even flow, and I'm like, huh, that's about a homeless guy. That's on San Francisco's time. They didn't play that in Boston. It's not like the theme to the NBA Finals this year. It's a 30-year-old song about homelessness. And I'm like, they just did that and kicked San Francisco in the nuts. And Twitter's going to erupt. So far, nothing. Nobody picked it up, and they did it two times. Like, why would Evenflow even be on this broadcast? That's not a San Francisco band. You can't escape it when the Seahawks play your team. You're going to hear grunge everything, every song. They're in Seattle on Sunday Night Football. It's just grunge this, grunge that. It's brutal. But Evenflow, to basically say, interesting, this city f- sucks, because it does. And I wish that guy that lit the poop would have done that in San Francisco. Or Tucson or something. Oh, God. I left my sh- in San Francisco. Lit it on fire. There goes the Transamerica building. Yeah, burn that thing down. Don't burn up Flagstaff. But yeah, I saw that last night. And I'm like, it was a good game. And it just kind of caught my ear. I'm like, they're making fun of San Francisco, which I'm all for. Because I think it's a cesspool. I think it's... If they could... That's the, that's the Tucson of America's major cities. San Francisco. It's beautiful from a distance. It's like a siren in the water. It's gorgeous. Get in it. Ugh. Disgusting. Do the Alcatraz swim every year? I'd rather live in Alcatraz than San Francisco. <laughs> at least it's clean. At least they got plumbing. At least they, there's a there's some organization at Alcatraz that makes sense there. Uh, and then the other thing that was uh, last night that I was like another head shaker. Uh, the song you were playing yesterday by Lizzo. Oh yeah! You see, she's got to change. She's got to change a word. Oh. Yeah. So she's the song is "Girls." It's sampled off of the Beastie Boys song "Girls." Oh, you got the clean one, right? Yeah. Let me give me a second. So she is making a change to the song because uh, fans evidently in an uproar over a word she used. In the, she calls everybody bitch. Oh yeah. The whole time, right? That's not bad. Like, bitch, where's my bag? Hold my bag, bitch. In fact, the first word in the song is bitch. Yeah. <laughs> she just says it for no reason. Uh, and then she's got to change one of the lyrics because uh, the, the, the the audience just wouldn't take it anymore. Lizzo dropped her new single uh, Friday. Here it is. Um, bitch. That's where it normally yeah. would go. Yeah. Hold my bag. Hold my bag. Bitch. Do you see this? 
beep. I'm a so they beep it out on that, right there. So it says, uh, play that play that part again. Because it's the lyrics are, Hold, do you see this S? I'm a spaz, about to knock somebody out. Well, out of all that, out of all the language in that, somebody's like, spaz? Uh, unacceptable, Lizzo. Oh, Jesus. And then somebody put it up on the page, spaz? Really? We've come this far? Lizzo, in her glory... Doesn't want to offend um, spazzes? You bitch, you hoe. Get rid of that spaz. <laughs> right, exactly. She offends me every time I'm Okay, on. bitch, did you just say spaz? We don't use that type of language. How? Like, wait a minute. <laughs> what are we mad at? We're mad at spaz. And she says, as an influential artist, I'm dedicated to being part of the change I've been waiting to see in the world. Bitch. So, spaz is off limits. It's been brought to my attention that there was a harmful word in my song, girls. Uh, let me make one thing clear. I never want to promote derogatory language. Then she says, as a fat black woman in America, because she doesn't like derogatory language, I've had many hurtful words used against me, so I overstand the power words can have. She don't use understand. Hell That's no. weak. Understands. We overstand. I just make stuff up. Whether intentionally or, in my case, unintentionally, I'm proud to say there's a new version of girls with lyric change. This is a result of me listening and taking action. As an influential artist, I'm dedicated to being part of the change. XOXO, Lizzo, bitch! Can't say spaz. People lost their minds. She went back and re-recorded and just bleeped it out. Offending people. It's, I'm offended every time I see her. I thought spaz yeah. was British for, like, a slur. I didn't think Americans use spaz as a slur at all. It's a school. We had Chaz the Spaz. Chaz the Spaz. We had Spaz all the Oh, you're acting like a Spaz. Like, Spastic wasn't yeah. retarded. No. Spastic was just a guy it's who a... wasn't very coordinated. Yeah. It was It was a dude who's like, oh, Garth's playing third base. What's Coach thinking? He's a Spaz. Loose That's... physical or emotional control is the definition. You're a Spaz. spaz. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly it. it. It has nothing to do with your mental state yeah. of being. But I know in Europe they use it as... Uh, uh, a, a substitute for the R word. Yeah, the, the slang word is a stupid or incompetent person. Yeah. According, yeah. They, those are out there, too, and it doesn't yeah. make them mentally, uh, you know, protected. There are dumb people we need to call names sometimes. Spaz. You know who's a spaz? The first person that tweeted out, I can't listen to the song, girls, bitch, because the word spaz makes this hoe upset. So no more for me. Spaz, bitch, how? Acting like a spaz. It's like something like if you're, you know when you're the most spazzy is when there's a bee near you. That's like the definition of spaz. Because you, you just freak out and your hands start doing stuff that aren't normal and spaz. You've played people. So then is wigging out going to be, uh, you know, know, what, what words, how people? deep is going to go now? <laughs> yeah, is that against me? <laughs> you're, you're making fun of me because of wigs? I, huh? I fall in that. That's right. I don't know how you can do this to your own people, Brady. Wigging out. <laughs> spaz. Too harmful to be called a spaz. I don't even think people who are spazzes know it's harmful. But that's the world we live in now. And she's like getting patted on the on the giant back because people are saying, wow, what a great lady. She recognized it. She wrote it. She She wrote the word spaz not thinking a thing and then somebody told her, by the way, that offended my spaz child. You're just basically saying you got a spaz kid? I, for one, will never stop using spaz. It's one of my favorites. It's not even a real word. It's half of a word. Spastic. 
Brett's buddy growing up, Dominic Spazzini. Oh. I mean, they call him <laughs> What Spaz. else do you call him in the hood, in the neighborhood? Yeah. Oh, he comes Dominic Spazzini. We can't call him the thing because, you know, it's a little touchy. <laughs> Hi, Spazzini. You could call me Spaz. No, I can't. People will write letters. Who Who's out there doing that? And evidently there were thousands of them. Like tons of people saying they're mad at Jennifer Aniston. Because yeah, she, the thing she said. She's she, basically calling out all the uh, talent she's through social there's, media. There's no gatekeeper on talent anymore. You get famous for nothing faster today than ever before. She's 100% and, correct. And people are like, oh, nice. I guess since your parents' nepotism, your parents were actors and got you in the business. Yeah, she has two daughters. Yeah, she didn't earn it. It's like Jennifer Aniston didn't earn it. She wasn't in Leprechaun, like, earning her stripes. But they're like, no, your parents were actors, so you had money and you were from a rich family. So, of course, you got famous. And all these people are like, she's not wrong. Like, TikTok is an easy way to get famous. That's all she was saying. And she was like, it's kind of stinky because you have to sift through so much more garbage to get. But fame is, like, easier than it's ever been. Oh, really? Rich bitch? Like, man, they're mean to everyone who says something you don't like. Just cannibalize and Jennifer people Aniston. are so angry that the industry is more diverse, more inclusive yeah. of people from all backgrounds who had nothing but a phone or a prop to showcase their right. dream when their communities were probably underfunded and overlooked. Right. And who, you're talking to Jennifer Aniston, by the way. Let's she, keep them making them mad. She's on your side. Person complaining. The person who says underfunded, marginalized groups never had a chance, and now they might. Jennifer Aniston is, like, on that side. She's pure Hollywood. Like, more than likely, I'm guessing, super liberal person who just kind of said, TikTok, eh. It's real easy to get famous nowadays with that because there's nobody really, oh, that piss you off, rich bitch. I'm like, Jesus, eat your own. Not lying. Again, though, I feel like if you've ever complained on Twitter, you are a spaz. I saw an interview with Tom Hanks, and he talked about how he hasn't been active on any of those social media things for about three years. And he said the reason why was because, because he realized that it wasn't doing him no good. He gets enough attention as it is. And I feel like maybe he said what I've always felt about social media. I'm like, I got this thing. Eh, I get enough from this. I don't need to like spark every idea I've got out there on some platform and then get in trouble for it. And he said, I realized that one day when I put a tweet out about, like, it was a nice day. It was just an innocuous nothing tweet. And then some guy goes, F- you, Hanks, you Obama-loving leftist cock. <laughs> and he's like, and that's when I knew this is kind of a futile exercise for me. I shouldn't, I shouldn't want to talk to them this much. And he's dead right. And I'm like, why are you doing an interview about TikTok? It's a trap. Spaz. I say we start a campaign to start bringing Spaz back. I haven't heard it for years uh, until Lizzo brought it up. Like, Spaz used to be, oh, my God, that guy's such a Spaz. It used to be kind of a fun thing. Yeah, it was an 80s thing. Can we watch Revenge of the Nerds? Wasn't there a Spaz in that? What was the movie with Spaz? Oh, no, that was Meatballs. Meatballs. Meatballs had Spaz. And he was kind of a dopey, awkward, gangly, non-athletic person who you'd never want on your team. That was the point of, like, lining everybody. Do they still do that, I wonder, in school? At recess, where they line everyone up, pick two captains, and then you pick. Yeah, they do. They'll do teams. Because isn't that like letting a kid know he's the worst one? They still uh, make note of who was the yeah second to last and last picked. Yeah, the last one picked. Yeah, you're a spaz. Sorry, I hate to break it to you. If you're the last one picked, 
And sometimes it was like for actually sometimes you'd r- rather have a spaz going in there sometimes uh, rather than never doing liked, nothing. Hated playing with spazzes. If they're active and they know the game, that's just yeah. that's uncoordinated. A spaz is like I coached a kid's basketball one year because uh, my friend's uh, dad. I did it for his my best friend's nephew, and we had a spaz on our team named Daniel. And I called Daniel the praying mantis, not to his face, but I'm like he would face the wrong way all the time. Like he would always face the direction of the guy he's supposed to be guarding. The guy would walk right by him. Like Daniel, stay between that guy. And the basket. And then I had to speak spaz. And I get it. I'm like, look, at all times, you need to be between him and the basket. At all times. Boy, did that register with him. And the little praying mantis would run around with his hands all tucked in. And he was a he was glue. Now, the glove. He, he never, ever did anything when the kid had the ball except stay between him and the basket. But that was lesson one. But I realized, oh, that kid's complete a complete spaz. I have to fix that in one way or another. At least get him on the right track. Stay between him and the basket. And also, nobody passed the ball to Daniel. Those were the two rules that we had when Daniel was in the game. Never pass it to Daniel. There's a good chance he'll just hand it to the guy on the other team. I can't teach him everything. I'm here once a week. Don't pass it to him. Daniel, you stay between him and the basket. And Spaz started to do some stuff that was like... And you know what was great? This is the best thing about Spazes. I'm going to use it a lot today. They always have a moment. Every season, Spaz has a moment. Garth. In my little league, uh, we were winning uh, like six to four. Bases were loaded. Uh, I had to come out of the game. Another guy had to come out of the game because we played our. I pitched my allotted amount, and I sat the last inning. And I think my I can't remember who the other game. Some kid named Glenn, and we were out of the game and losing our minds because we wanted to be in there. And so, they, and they had to make room for the other kids. And it was the last game of the year. It was almost like the coach drew it up by Disney. High pop fly right at Garth with the bases loaded. We're going to lose. It's 6-4. We're up to. This is going to turn into a catastrophe. First off, when he doesn't catch it, two runs are in. The third one's going to be when he tries to pick the ball up, drops it four or five times, and then lupuses it back in about eight feet, and then the shortstop has to run out and go get it. He caught it. And the place went Crazy like bad news bears. It was exactly like that. Little league insane. He yeah. lupus, He stuck his glove out and caught it. All the parents cheered loudly. All the kids cheered loudly. The other team couldn't believe what they'd just seen. And you know what that says? Everyone knew Garth was a spaz. Everyone knew it. <laughs> no one expected anything from Garth. It probably registers if he hasn't killed himself by now because he was going nowhere. It probably registers as the greatest day of his life. That was, he got carried off of a little league field, and it's because he was so terrible. He was the worst one in the league by, I can't tell you how far. He wasn't even close. But all that hard work finally paid off. No hard work at all, Brady. The kid never put in an effort. He showed up because I think his dad wanted him to do it. The glove was often on the ground. We we actually caught him one time sitting down, because, you know, I, I, I... turn around i'd see shortstop i was always shortstop i'd turn and i'd give the two outs and i'd look and i'm like garth get up he's just sitting down like what is he doing if the ball didn't go to him he'd have a seat plucking a dandelion (laughs) he never pulled flowers which was the one thing you'd think he's gonna start doing it's arizona we don't have dandelions a lot of stickers you know if it was back east forget it that kid would have been lost in dandelions and those little flowers you're pulling all the yeah the the, seeds the seeds the puffy allergy things but it was Garth's greatest day. And I bet you to this to this very moment, if Garth's listening, he's like, I remember being on that jackass's team. 
and I caught that ball, and we won that game. It was Garth's best day. That was great. I was happy for him. I thought you wanted to yeah, cry. That's awesome. That's, yeah, but he was. But it was awesome because he, the reason it was awesome was because his life was horrible. He was a miserable spaz. And that was his one highlight in life. That's it. He peaked in Little League. That's pathetic. I was just on the tail end of uh, the you don't have to play everybody. So mm. you, your guy's uh, riding the bench the whole time. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't do I that. I mean, like, parents yeah, we were like, man, yeah, you're no good. Just uh, Yeah, we uh, got to put everybody in. Everybody yeah. played. Yeah, everybody got in. And Garth had to have his Unless had to have blow his out. Oh. Get him in. He had to get his three innings in and that. He had to play half the game. Ooh, it was tough. We had to shuffle Garth around based on who's up. Oh, God, Brian Watts up. He's left-handed. All right, move. Garth, you're playing right again. What's right? Uh, for Christ's sake. Somebody show him right. Where that flower is. Lay down over there. Lay down in that sticker patch. Okay. God, don't hit it to Garth. And you'd hear the other team going, hit it to Garth. Nope, everybody knew. <laughs> Garth got put in at third base once because our coach went insane. We're making a lot of errors. Fine. You guys don't want to play. We'll put Garth in. He was a punishment to the rest of the team. Are you serious? Absolutely. <laughs> Our big fat coach. You guys don't want to play? Fine. Garth, third base. And we're like, oh, come on, coach. That's ridiculous. And Garth's like, it is ridiculous. I don't want to do this either. Garth played third. Every team had one or two except for the uh, top two teams where the dads got to do the draft and yeah. stack the team. Yep. Yeah. Atkins and Burkhart were the uh, the two dads that took that. And that Webb always played Falcon Plumbing in the championship. Fact. Then I was on a team that nobody wanted to coach. It was fun, though. But Garth, you're the spaz. And spaz needs to be a real thing. And if I'm offending you, because you know you're a spaz. Clean it up. You know? Take a piano lesson or do something to make it so your fingers get a little, uh, you know, coordination. And then you won't be as big a spaz. What do you think he's doing right now? Garth? Yeah. Uh, if they found the body. <laughs> his or the one buried? His. Well, uh, there's that, too. If they found the bodies, he's. I think he's lighting his uh, <laughs> on fire and flags now. <laughs> he's sitting down right now. Yeah, he's probably sitting down in a forest next to a flaming pile of <laughs> that he started, and uh, that would be my guess. I don't think much. I don't think Garth went anywhere. He wasn't home. You're right. If uh, the neighborhood cats started to disappear, I'm sure Garth was uh, looked into. And then, uh, if they haven't, if they found his body, it was dangling from something. Uh, more than likely, a makeshift, you know, a tie from a job interview that he didn't get was probably the only thing supporting him from falling all the way to the ground. Garth's dead. There's no way that kid's still alive. He was on the wrong track. Find out he's one of those monster pharma bros yeah. just making money uh-uh. on. No. There, do you realize the gap? That he would have to cover from when I knew him in sixth grade to pharma Leaps bro. I mean, I you, there aren't enough years in a lifetime to figure out how to get him to pharma bro from where he was. He's no, my guess is Garth was dangling from a shower rod by a tie that from a job he didn't get it, probably like Red Robin or something. And uh, and he still and he had his ball glove on with that ball in it, that the one ball he caught, passed up for manager. Yeah. You can't, you can't, no, Garth, he didn't make it. You don't think he founded like Google or uh, Pornhub no. or something? Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. He would have had to have some sort of conscious ability to recognize things directly around him to have any impact on the planet. He caught a ball and then God said, 
We're done with you, Garth. <laughs> that is the height of your existence. That was it. He caught the ball. This is his then, only dream. And then God did that Dick Clark thing where he just signing off. And they never paid attention to Garth again. And Garth ended up dangling from a rod. But that was a great moment for him when I was there for Because he, he was, I mean, he was a spaz times 10. So Lizzo, I protect Lizzo's right to say spaz. Even though she's being way too sensitive to it. Spaz is not a bad thing. And I won't let it become one. It is if you have a child who's a spaz. Well, that's your fault. <laughs> I'm not calling anybody with a mental disorder a spaz. I'm calling somebody, like Larry's a spaz, like when it comes to sports. I wouldn't want Larry on my team in sports, would you? Total no. spaz. I can't imagine Larry with a baseball glove. trying Tumbling, to stumbling. Oh, b- banging stuff. on. All right, spaz, you, you go stand out where Gar stands. I, I can catch that, that touchdown, no problem. <laughs> right. Are we playing field. What are we doing today? Like a hockey ball, guys? What are we doing? Is oh, God, Larry's here. I brought my foot glove. No. Oh. Yeah, Larry would just smoke weed out in the thing with Garth. That's probably what Garth's doing. Garth has definitely found the weed. Eighth grade, Garth hit the weed. I'd probably calm him down a little bit, but... God, if Garth... If you're listening, buddy. No, Garth's looking down on us. I'm not... I'm not about <laughs> if he's listening, it's because there is a heaven and he's paying attention. I'm on the road, man. <laughs> I've been running the Tilt-A-Whirl for years. Yeah. <laughs> You know how you're bad at stuff is when everybody's like, can you believe he did that? That's when you know you're really crappy at something. Or everybody's expectations of you are zero. Like Ski Mask coming in early. We're all shocked. Oh, yeah. Because she doesn't. 622. Let's get a wake-up song for all the spazzes out there. We've all been a spaz. Everybody's a spaz at something. Yeah, you've called yourself a, your a own self a spaz. I'm a spaz. What are you doing? You're a spaz. Like soccer, when we decided to start playing soccer at recess, I was... I, I was athletic enough to, to fit it. I didn't like soccer. I was terrible at it. I was very off on soccer. So I was the last one picked, and I realized i got to pick it up here. I'm the, I'm the soccer spaz. Like, nobody wants me on their team. That makes it because I didn't like the game. I didn't try very hard. I like to run around, but I like the game stupid. I like to pick it up and start running. Tennis, complete spaz. I'm coordinated. I'm athletic enough to get it. I'm a spaz. I, I, I like crush it. And I, then I turn into an idiot and try to just hit home runs. That's more fun to me than stand there with that tennis racket like a bat and just try to plaster every shot just over the fence. I don't care about scoring. Although racquetball, I can play racket sports. Yeah. I just have no interest in it. So then I'm a spaz. I'm a tennis spaz. I'm very fun. And right now, with this hip situation, you wouldn't pick me first on any of your teams. Well, I'll take the uh, bald, squidward-looking guy who runs like a baby chasing a balloon. That's me. Take your glove and sit out there yeah. in center field. Yeah. Well, right now, if I'm on your softball team, I'm catching. Because there ain't a whole lot of throwing and running going on with me right now. I'm working on it. And I am getting better, but the running makes me laugh. Because I still think I can run like I could before all the surgery. And I'm not there yet. I run like gravity just doubled on me. <laughs> Big feet smashing into the ground. It's not good. I can add it. Just like... Huey, just the giant baby. Uh, it's uh, 585-9800. That's the number we need this morning. Uh, give us a wake-up song and we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Remember, Tuesday is Charlotte Green Day. Oh, God, here it comes. All right. Oh, hot, 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 hot. Hot, 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 h
Anthony. He goes, uh, I caught uh, the morning mess talking about the Lizzo situation, and they won't say spaz. It's too fancy. Now let's beep out every N-word in every song we play, but never say spaz. Lizzo says the N-word. I just went through all of her, uh, a bunch of her songs, and I'm on her side here. She should be allowed to say it. Sticks and stones, man. You're not making that many people that upset with spaz. But she got an email from somebody with cerebral palsy. Pointed out that that's very offensive to be. If you ever called someone with cerebral palsy a spaz, you're a dick. There's a there there's there's the difference. If I call Brady one, it's hilarious. Why is it so bad to be a spaz? It just is. You know it is. But yeah, somebody said, dude, I named my dog Spaz. We never even thought it was bad. Am I gonna get canceled? <laughs> yep, Clayton, you're done. And I'm I just over. I just read an article where they're calling it, and I bet you the morning mess did the same thing, where they called it the S word. Are we going to go down the alphabet and make one for every letter? The S That's word. confusing. Come on. We got two R words now. We got redskin and retard. You can't do either of those anymore. I mean, I don't know who you... I, I've never called anybody a redskin before. I didn't ever use it as a slur. It was just the team. I can't say that. Is I word Indian now? Yeah, in Cleveland know. it is. I got in trouble in the because I was in the vegetables. I'm like, where are your redskin potatoes? <laughs> you I'm can't looking for them. those, like, Brady. Like, no, they are called Washington Football Team Guardian potatoes. So this afternoon, when we or this later Commander. this morning, are we playing the N word, F word, or S word? Man, if we can find a bunch of S, if, if, <laughs> if rap attacks spaz, but Lizzo's she's on top of it. Look here, all y'all, fat bitch, hoes. <laughs> N word. I won't. You I won't. Use. I don't like to use derogatory language. You hoe, bitch, fat bitch, hoe, N word. I won't ever say the S word again. Oh, f- F word, you. And we got two F words. You ain't holding my bag. We got all of them. I don't know when this ends. This sticks and stones thing where people just get over it. Uh, the N words every once in a while. The N words, the bomb. That's out. That one, I agree. Like, all right, it's but it's got to start working. Where if you're throwing it out in every other line in your song, and you you want pats on the back because you don't use derogatory language, you have to draw your own line somewhere else. I respect Lizzo for saying whatever she wants. I'm fine with whatever I, language doesn't. Go, girl. It doesn't hurt me that bad. I'm confident. And strong in my own self to know that if somebody calls me a name, they've done absolutely f- nothing to me at all. You say a word I don't like, you've done absolutely f- nothing to me. It's a word. And it's up to me to make it bad. But you can't use terrible language because it offends marginalized. No, it offends weak-minded. It's offensive, and it's up to you to let it get to that's now you're it. in trouble for calling them weak-minded. I am. Good, because they're weak-minded. Email me. You're weak-minded. Language like that shouldn't be used. No. People who want to use it all the time reveal themselves as people you don't want to be around. That's It's a big beacon of don't hang out with me. This, you know, if you were hanging out with somebody like this over here, like, wow, this guy is somebody I'm not going out in public with ever. Isn't it the same crowd that also says don't ban books because yeah, well, that's bad? I don't, I don't know who's saying that anymore. I think we're all in on it. Because it's, it's not banning anything. It's elimin- It's deleting. 
Like, if banning is one thing to recognize it exists, this is acting like it just can't exist anymore. And I guess that's the same as, like, burning books and stuff. But, but if you're... If yeah, you're, because it's yeah. for fear of hearing the word. And the one station that should be, like, all over this is the station, the that urban plays. station, that plays nothing but beeped-out words that are wildly offensive and promotes it and makes money off it. They do okay. That, that, that station does pretty well for what they do. I have never listened to them because, obviously, I'm busy when they're on. But that morning mess show does good. I guess they're in. They're moving on too, right? I, I think. Are they in both? I believe they're in Chicago and it's syndicated here back here now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're they're moving from here to Chicago. The good mess for is them. Spread. Good for them. But that's why they're playing it safe because they got a new audience in Chicago. They're not sure of, and nobody knows them, so they're not comfortable shoes in Chicago. So they're playing it super safe. Hold on, you have Other to be safe company. in Chicago now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll well, get not shot. with guns. Not with oh, guns. No, guns I mean, are come fun. On, that's, guns are fun. Geez. Don't say. But if you're not safe, you will get shot. Don't say, yeah, I'm playing it safe in Chicago. You can say AR-15, Look, but not Spaz. I'll tell you this. I'm watching my tongue in Chicago because they have an itchy trigger, and I don't want to piss off the wrong guy. I order food. I'm going to go get the, uh, let's see, uh, hi, QPDCTY, because I'm not using any full words. I'm just using the first letter. I just ordered a quarter-pounder Diet Coke, and thank you. I'm not saying any words. A word, B word, C word, they all have something. Somebody's pissed off when you talk. I'm just, give me the Travis Scott and I'm yeah. good. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying that. Oh. Uh-uh, he killed like everyone in Houston once. Okay. No, thank you. That guy had a trampoline he was responsible for. I don't bring him up either. Not in Chicago. Well, the guns get to blazing out there. You never, oh, I said I like the socks on the north side. That was a bad idea. <laughs> Anyway, uh, it says, now we're in trouble for words we haven't used in 20 years. When's the last time anybody said spaz? There's a chance that uh, I may have said that when I was nine. So I'm just going to say this, John, before it gets canceled. But you're a spunky gay lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We used to call each other gay lord all the time. Oh, gay lord. Which was hilarious. I remember laughing hysterically every time Gaylord Perry pitched Tyrus Etheridge. You're a spunky gay lord. You're a town. Yeah, so I guess spaz is like now so it's but again, it's you. You're the one who's offended. Now I don't want it going all over towards people and mean it's all the meaning behind it. If you're gonna say it to somebody who's got palsy and they're standing there and you're being mean, it doesn't matter what you say, your intention is to be mean to someone with palsy. Who cares what the words are? You're a jerk. But if I call Toledo a spaz, I mean, come on. Let Toledo be the guide here. How many times have we reminded you that Toledo's dad left at birth? Bastard from a basket! The word bastard is horrible. But hilarious when it's to a bastard, isn't it? I mean, we've discovered the comedy behind that is just never-ending. Especially one who gets it. We're not attacking you. We're having fun with your history, which is patchy. But bastard, like if somebody, like if you were at a McDonald's and somebody said, well, this bastard over here, you'd be like, I can't. I have to say something. That means you're weak-minded. Right. And I know that listener hates when you use the word literally, but that is the literally. literal definition of yeah. me. Yes. Is a bastard. You're a bastard, and it's fun. Bastard. 
but, but amongst friends, it's great. If some guy's just saying the word bastard around you and you don't know who it is, you're not going to lose your mind and ask him to It's the B word. No, because he you're doesn't know me. Ba- you're offending bastards. Yeah. Like you'd be a like It's lunatic. my job to defend all yeah. bastards. Sticks and stones has to come back eventually. It has to come back eventually. It's, it's intent. If somebody's trying to be mean to you and calling you names that are horrible, well, they can call you whatever they want. They're picking a fight. But just hearing a word you don't like. Oh, morning mess. I'm disappointed in you. What'd she say? I don't know. We just don't like the word spaz. I mean, Ooh. S-word, S-word, S-word. Anyway, here's a new song called <laughs> Bitches and Hoes and Fat People. <laughs> we don't like derogatory language in our music. <laughs> Is it a whole genre of music based on the N-word? We play a game every week called N-word or F-word, and we're dealing with that. Spaz is too far. Can't do that one. I just want to let all you know I'm not going to use the word spaz no more because it's wrong. It's derogatory, bitch. And I don't use derogatory language, ho. Every knows that. Enjoy WAP. Yeah, here's here's my new song. Wet ass. All you enjoy that. Bitches and hoes, no. I keep it clean with the language and don't say spaz. You know that. Come on now. Where my at? Stop it. Stop with the nonsense. Can we have some semblance of reality creep back into the world? They're mad at Phil Mickelson. Uh, somebody, somebody sent. Because you, if you're not paying attention, this is the most asinine thing I've ever seen next to girls' sports. Phil Mickelson has joined up with the, uh, they call it the Live, Live. or the LIV. Yeah. I call it Super Bowl 44. I don't know yeah. why. I, look, it's all the capitalized LIV, and it's Saudi That's Arabia. 54. Oh, it is 54. You're right. Uh, Super Bowl uh, 54, the, the golf tournament. <laughs> but it's in Saudi Arabia. They're spending. Uh, well, it was in London this last week. Oh, well, the tournament yeah, is, but it's funded by Saudi okay, Arabia. Gotcha. Millions and millions and millions of dollars being handed out to these golfers. If they leave the PGA, they get extra. Like, if you leave, we'll give you another million, and we'll put you on the thing. And you just have to show up, and then last place gets 300000 It's like, last place? Guaranteed. Yeah, you get it. You're getting, and they're paying. So all these guys are like, I'm going over there. So they sent a 9-11 family uh, to Phil Mickelson's Twitter. Ouch. To say, you're teaming up with Saudi Arabia. Do you know how that makes us 9-11 folks feel? First off. You Why would be, that? You should be over it by now. Guys should be able to golf in Riyadh without you thinking about if you're still dealing with that. But it's not Phil Mickelson's fault 9-11 happened, and he's not funding it. In fact, he's draining them in cash. Uh, and also, you put uh, gas in your car, you're doing it too. But they're like, we want an explanation, and Phil had the right thing to say. And I very rarely back up Phil Mickelson. I think he's a big dopey dummy. I don't like him at all. I think he's a goof. But he's, he said, look, for people who went through 9-11... I have nothing but sympathy and empathy for all of you. That's a terrible thing. He said, I think what I'm doing is like opening doors to a new area. And, you know, golf can do a lot of, you know, uniting. Maybe that's what we're up to here. Instead of just never talk to them again, a conversation can come from this, right? And then somebody else on the thing pointed out, the PGA is talking about human rights violations. Mm -hmm. This was a place that fought as hard as they could to keep black people out of their sport forever and even still got mad when tiger was good at it and changed all the rules and courses 
They, they, they hated that they had a black guy dominating the sport and making them all the money in the world. The sport had never been bigger than anything else, and all they did was try to, to minimize Tiger's efforts because he's he's black. We can't have him running the show. Change the Masters and Tiger well, Golf. Now course. it's starting to work. We're starting to make money off and, of it. Well, they made a ton and still Tiger-proofed things. He's too good. We don't like dominance in our sport, especially from certain types of people. <laughs> Redig the course. It's the Masters. It's a legendary, perfect layout. Do it over. He's good at it. Too good at it. This this place, the PGA, is mad. And now, granted, Saudi Arabia is worse. They've cut heads off and stuff. Well, but we're, if we're going back in time to say you can't play there because of the way they treated people, the PGA is one of them. And currently, I mean, the you know the other debatable point is PGA has a, a quite the partnership with uh, China. Absolutely, they want you know everybody's got their own little ties to something ugly. But they didn't think of the idea first. So now all these golfers making, you know, $20 million just to hang out in, with Saudi Arabian guys. And up in London and all this, they're bouncing around. Not all Saudi Arabians were part of 9-11. I'm sure there's a few over there that were against it. Right? And doesn't everybody want to be in the VIP? Heck yeah. I mean, if somebody's inviting you and opening the rope to the VIP, yeah, you're going to go in. Yeah. Freddie and I tried and with then, Steve Trevino. We got denied. Right. And then late, the midget? Steve Trevino. Oh, Steve. Midget, I'm, so yeah. who's, the, who's your guy? Trombino. Mark, Trombino. Mark That's Trombino. Mark Trombino. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Like, what's he doing in the VIP? Dwarf by the one. All right. Sorry, Spaz. I don't have time for this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You're right. Well, it's a real is, insult. I'm is, sorry to... Steve Trevino and all Mexicans for calling them bitches. They're they're short people, but that's not fair. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, uh, <laughs> yeah everybody likes it. Well, you get in the VIP and you didn't even belong in there. No, yeah, you just want. It was the drinking VIP, we and Brady gonna, was trying to get in. It's we like all there in. is is bottle service. Yeah. He's like, I want in. Like, there's nothing for you to do in there. It's like the VIP of tap dancing. Why do you want in? Because it's VIP. But I don't tap dance. So what? You're right. Everybody wants in. The coolest club. And then you find out later it's run by Nazis. Like, who knew that Nazis could be so creative and so hateful at the same time? Still a cool club. But, yeah, you can't really team up with Saudi Arabia and be all... But the United States has teamed up with Saudi Arabia. They're one of our allies. over there this week. You are? No, the president is. (laughs) I was going to say, Brady, that surprised all of us. We, we, man. heading out there. They're an ally. Everybody knows they're bad, but they're an ally. You can't get mad at them. It's a double-edged sword, and they like swords. Because to, to say that what they're doing is wrong is based in their religion. So now you got to be careful, because if you say Saudi Arabia sucks, you're making fun of Muslims. And there goes because Smurl. they're strong in their beliefs with uh, how things should be based on their religion. And then they lean on their religion as their escape. So they're not all bad. That's what everybody thinks you think. So we're supposed to say not all of them are bad. And then when you take money from Saudi Arabia, all of them suddenly are bad. It's just this big blanket that goes over Saudi Arabia. We can never do business with them. They're all bad. Like, wait a minute. If I ever said that because their religion like, has Sharia law and all this other stuff that goes on and they treat women poorly, you'd say I was against their religion and I'm treating all of them. Not all of them are bad. Not all of us are bad. Phil Mickelson's bad. That's it. Eyes can change. change. Exactly. It's back to Rocky Four. It's always back to Rocky Four. 
Need a lot of changes going on. Yeah, Rocky, if Rocky Four was real, how mad? If, if Rocky Four was in 2022 and Rocky went to Moscow to fight the communists. He'd be banned. He'd be oh, banned. Man. He'd be like, and he took money from like the Russia the oligarchs, the word we all love now. They gave him a training facility. Yeah, they, they, I mean, they, kick ass. They gave him money and they gave him, a, you know, give you five, five million extra dollars to uh, come over and fight it in Moscow. Like, how dare you support the communist regime and all their. We'd be crazy about Rocky, but what did Rocky Four teach us? That you go over and face them, seen a lot of changes. You can win them over. That was the thing that made me mad at Rocky Four. I never knew, you know, you never knew what kind of dough he made on that fight. Yeah, it was they big. never ever they did kept that. that quiet. Yeah. Made a lot, or he wouldn't have done it yeah. on Christmas. Oh, <laughs> leaving his family on Christmas, and then Adrian just bails out on the boat. There's like a nine-year-old at home with a robot. They didn't even. I know, poor kid. Yeah. <laughs> Kids just home alone on Christmas morning with Polly. I got you some tortillas, kid. Like, he had no idea what to buy a nine-year-old. Meat wrapped in paper. Yeah. Eat this. <laughs> I got you a T-bone and some liquor. I'm going to watch you fight. Look your dad's on TV. That and the fact that nobody ever focused on the, uh, the nine-year-old being up in the middle of the night to watch his dad's fight because it was a night fight in Moscow, which was, it was Christmas. It was ruined. It's incredible. Yeah, he didn't care about his family. They would scrutinize Rocky so hard if, if if Rocky Balboa really went and fought Ivan Drago in Moscow on Christmas and took all that money. There's John, no didn't way. Rocky fight for free in in four? No way. No way. Some uh, texter says. I know. Well, no way. They never said, really. No, you'd be the, well. I don't think they, they ever get the money out. Of I think he was supposed to do it because of Apollo. Because he had to. Yeah. It was revenge. He fought. Yeah. He fought to. to Avenge the death of his friend Apollo Creed, who I think Apollo may have fought for free because it was a charity event, it yeah. was an exhibition. But Drago he still got paid. Drago did he got money for it? He wouldn't have done that. Boxing, <laughs> no boxer's ever gone. Yo, this one's gratis. No, we're gonna do this again. I'll do it <laughs> no, for free. Right. That's why we never saw Mayweather-Pacquiao, which would have been one of the best fights in their prime ever because they couldn't get the money right. You think Drago and Rocky, he killed his friend. He's going to fly to Moscow and fight him for free and maybe die too? Uh-uh, i got to set the family up. Hey, oh, you know, I like to do this one on, on the house. You know what I'm saying? All right, hey, oh, go over there and, you know, I'll fight this giant that just killed my best friend for zero. I don't know. Maybe there is a line in Rocky IV where he says, I'm not getting paid for this, but... I got a kid and two turtles to pay. I got to pay for my deadbeat brother-in-law. I got him living in the basement all day long, you know. Hey, Rock, I can hear you. Hey, shut up, Paulie, you know. That was a beautiful moment, though. Fives can change. Yous can change. Weasels can change. It's not great grammar, but it was a really good message. It hit home. It sure did. But why can't we, uh, in this unite the world mentality ever have a real moment where we unite the world. Phil Mickelson maybe is uh, building bridges. Ever think of that? Or, you know, the next thing you know, Phil Mickelson's on a video cutting a guy's head off and he went the other way. You never know. He's making enough money to build a couple of bridges. <laughs> yeah, he's going to build some bridges all right. Apparently they're saying that in the press conference in Rocky IV, he, he said no money. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> that is that's a stupid, Rock. Yeah. That is stupid. Now I'm rooting for Drago next time I watch it. What a fictional story now. <laughs> Jesus. I don't want no money for this one. I got talked out of cash. They got to edit that. Yeah, they clip that out immediately. That's the least believable part. Look, there's no Italian going up there and boxing for <laughs> yeah. free. 
You want me to do what now? Fly to Moscow Christmas Day. Leave the whole family behind. You might uh, take that off the shelf now, Brett. You're yeah. going to watch that again. Do it. To this guy. The death of my brother Apollo. You still need a couple bucks for this one, Ron. For medical expenses later, because he is going to scramble you. The Drago clearly took money. Who got the purse in that thing? Well, he made it on the Drago back end. Drago couldn't take money as communist. He made it on the back end. Yeah. Oh, no, got no, it. that's different. Yeah, yeah. Well, got Gorby it. got the but they merchandised that. So I'm sure Rocky And the generals, had, they got a little taste of it. Rocky's management probably went in and said, look, you can do no money, but on the back end of this thing, we're going to sell all sorts of... Uh, revenge for Apollo yeah, shirts. We want some rubles over And you're, you're getting all the money for that. The United States, can you imagine the United States merchandising if Rocky actually did that? Defeated the giant Russian that killed our heavyweight champion just weeks prior. And then all the shirt, we'd all be in a shirt with like an eagle on it and Rocky that said, that's for, one for Apollo. Or yep. it would, you know, it, we, he'd have made all the money Don't on the tread on Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> Home of Rocky Balboa. Communism sucks. That kind of stuff. Oh, we'd have been wearing those all through the 80s. Kind of wish Rocky was real. It would if have been. they paid him in Rocky IV, John, he, he was broke as hell in Rocky V. What did that check bounce? Great point. He lost all his money. Maybe in Rocky V he should have said, I should have taken some f- money for that last fight. Because <laughs> he's broke in Rocky V. You're right. Yeah, I don't remember how they described that. How, did, how was he broke? Uh, that's a great question. You know, Because that movie is terrible. So. I got robbed by, you know, management. Oh. Who? Yeah, who? We did. Your management was Polly. We never met your managers. Well, you know, here's a new character. Looks like Don King. Yeah, he took it. Oh, F- okay. I see. You're F- all you new- guys. Drago did nothing wrong. Apollo shouldn't have been in that ring in the first place. Agreed. Agreed. Apollo was in great shape physically, but it's like putting Mike Tyson in there with Tyson Fury right now. He'd get killed. Apollo had retired. He kept himself looking good, but he's not going to win any fights. Okay. He was forced to retire after the Drago fight. Uh, so his fortune got pissed away, and uh, it was stolen by an, uh, an accountant <laughs> yeah, wait a in minute, the stock Brett. market. That's, I'm that reading it right Wikipedia here. Wikipedia yeah, says. That is it, I'll pull Does it up it here. Does it say his fortune got pissed away? Well, not pissed yeah, away. Yeah, I was going to say that's clearly you. you. You added your Basquiat touch to yes. that. It is. <laughs> Right there. You're looking at IMDb and you you summarized his fortune was pissed away. Well, I'm not going to read that whole paragraph. I figured pissed away cuts out a couple sentences. He just paraphrased. What's wrong with you guys? Come on. That's exactly what I want from my delivery of information. Yada, yada, yada. He pissed his money away. Well, that's what happened. It didn't say how? Uh, Yeah, he lost it in the stock market. Like an accountant, I guess, jacked him. It didn't say that either. I just paraphrased. So... He wanted revenge for the guy who killed his friend, but he yeah. didn't fight the accountant that took all the money he earned over there. You'd think he'd kill that guy, too. I know a Rocky going to fight an accountant in the Rocky fight. Yeah, that'd you know, be a nice little side Rocky. Beat the living shit out of this accountant over there, you know? That movie was terrible. Rocky fight bad. <laughs> he beat his battle against AIDS. Because <laughs> Tommy Gunn ended up having that. He was the great I think even hope. Frank Stallone's like, whoa, 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 I don't know if I want to yeah, do a song for that one. Sorry, that man. One. Gotta <laughs> fight a guy who's HIV. <laughs> Keep his blood off of me. John, remember even your hero Ali signed rights away for tax issues over to yeah, his well, tax guy. Different. And the tax guy ripped him off yeah. and made some bad investments. For so as brilliant, to Ali so as too. brilliant as Ali was, he was a terrible businessman. If you go back in Ali's history, he he teamed up with all the wrong people 
which is common for, you know, boxing. The, the snakes and the thieves come popping up to these poor, poor kids who have money thrown at them immediately. And they say, let me handle that for you. And it's all gone. It's pissed away, as Brett so eloquently right. put it. <laughs> but, yeah, Rocky IV could teach us something. Phil Mickelson is no Rocky, but... Uh, he's pissed away a lot of money. He's pissed away some cash. And yesterday we missed it. It was also World Softball Day yesterday. And ESPN celebrated by having a couple of softball games on. And you know what you hear in softball crowds? And I figured it out because I watched a couple innings of uh, giant women banging into each other playing softball in tiny fields. Those incessant dugouts just a lot of chants. The, the crowd screaming, "Let's go!" And I'm like, "They're not screaming at the team. They're screaming at the people who brought them there." <laughs> right. it's, it's so common to hear "Let's go." <laughs> By the second inning, you're hearing "Let's go." If it's the one angry guy that doesn't want to be there. Let's go! Everybody thinks it's cheering. It's a, a dude wants to go home. There's no possible way, but oh, this the insufferable amount of screaming at girls softball. If baseball had that much going on in the dugout, you'd cut the whole team. The the high pitch squealing and cheering. At least twelve oh. songs. It uh, and then they got. <laughs> It's, it's like a protest. Yeah, it's like why are we? Bruce St. James. There? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. All, it's, yeah, it's like a, it's like if you had thirteen uh, women who look like Bruce St. James. Let's <laughs> go. Hey, hey, ho, ho! Pictures got to go. It's that uh, Bruce St. James. <laughs> oh, it's a softball. He runs game. the base. It's a softball. Yeah. <laughs> they hit it, and he takes off. KTRS Bruce St. James on second base. That's not so bad. Not for nothing. Agree to disagree. What? What are you saying? <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy. Let's go. Let's go. I can't take it. Oh, he's really cheering hard for them. No, I'm not. Thanks, Daddy. Let's go. <laughs> it's basically saying, hurry up. But happy National Softball Day to all the ladies out there. <laughs> Playing a meaningless sport. That takes you nowhere in life. <laughs> Enjoy it. <laughs> oh, that big professional softball league is going to take off. They had uh, that was what, what they were showing last night with some pro, pro league, pro league softball thing for the girls who just can't put the gloves down. Sure, you weren't watching the movie. It was like a mobile a lesbian thing. bar. It was insane. <laughs> it smelled like uh, like a hatchery and like glove oil. <laughs> <laughs> Softball. It's, still, it's a game for drunks. Drunk people can smash a softball. I know. I know. I'll get the emails from. Her. I pitched in college. I'll strike you out. Uh, maybe. I mean, it's still up yeah, in the air. Forty feet. The fact of the matter is, you're pitching to a fifty-year-old guy, so you should strike me out. But it's still up in the air. It would still be yeah, interesting. If this fifty-seven-year-old gets <laughs> yeah, some yeah. wood on that, if I even touch it. You'd be so pissed off. If I fouled one off, I haven't swung a bat in years. Let's see. I'm willing to try. If Randy Johnson said I could strike you out, I'm like, you damn right you could. I'm not even going to stand in. That's silly. Nobody's even going to watch that because we already know the outcome is predetermined. Some, I get it every time I talk about girls softball. So I'd strike you out. All right. We'll go to a ball field. I know you don't have access to it. We'll go to like an elementary school. And you, you did can, it. And you can whip it around a couple of times. I'll get, I just stick it out and bunt. You can't do I couldn't bunt against Randy Johnson. He'd brush me back once and I'd be scared to death the whole time. 
I've been lumped by a softball at 60 miles an hour before. Like that John Kruk at bat in the All-Star game? He turned his helmet around. <laughs> and that's a professional yeah. hitter. All-Stars. Like, I don't want anything to do with this guy. Lefty-lefty with Randy Johnson? Forget it. But those those softball players get all mean and stuff. They want to strike out 50-year-old DJs to prove their worth. <laughs> See, it's a valuable sport. You know what you did here? You struck out a spaz. Congrats. Now you can shut up. Like most professional, or people call themselves professional, shouldn't even go on a field with somebody like me. Remember when I tried to get Shannon Briggs to hit me? I just wanted to feel what it was like to get a jab from a professional fighter, like a heavyweight, and he wouldn't do it. No. Because he knows that's dumb. I don't know what to do with the death on my hands. (laughs) The jab part wouldn't have killed me. But it would have it rung my bell because I was I willing to take the shot. That was a big, was a heavy dude. hand. Turned out he had a broken hand. Yeah. Chicken. <laughs> That's the reason. But all I said was, come down. We'll do some light. I, I just want to see what your you know light, you know, two days before a fight workout would look like. No. You don't come down and show me how to hit the back? No. I think you're right, though. Punch I think me in the head? A lot no. had to do with just broken hand. He had a broken hand. But still, I just wanted to know what it's like. I've been, I got hit by an Arizona Cardinal in boxing. A lineman, and I could feel his gigantic fist in the glove, and it was no fun. And hitting him hurt my hands. But I wanted to see a guy that size with skill, like what it would feel like to just take a, you know, a light jab, a sparring jab. Like, what's the difference? He wouldn't do it because he's a professional. He's like, I don't waste my time with you idiots. <laughs> it's like if Mario Andretti was here and asked him to race cars, he'd be like, shut up. That idiot that used to go around to the gyms challenging people. Charlie forgot his oh name. My He's the God. world's worst person. Deontay Wilder hammered his ass. That was great. Because he made fun of his daughter. All Ooh, right. That was bad. Deontay showed up at his gym to beat him up. It's great stuff. Anyway. All we care about is that Phil Mickelson builds bridges and girls softball goes away. And we add a new word we can't use to the lexicon and make that one fun. But they brought Spaz back. I don't know what it did more than just make me go, oh, yeah, Spaz was kind of fun. I haven't used that since Roosevelt Elementary School. John, watching girls softball or WNBA game? Girls softball. Really? Yeah. It makes me laugh when the giant Samoans hit home runs. I, I It's one of the best comedies on There's TV. There's some action, guaranteed action on that. Um, yeah, I suppose you could call it that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll run with it. I'll play yes and with you right now. I'll go improv class on that one. Sure, Brady, yeah. But action. I the just songs like, are better. I just like when the beasts start moving. Like the, when the beast steps up to the plate. In the first baseman. That's WNBA, up. too. Well, yeah, but the, all things relative. Like there's usually two cute girls per team. Yeah. and But it's all relative to that, what they're standing by. Because when you get them away from the team, it's like, good, what happened to her? It's like a, it's like a settling. It's like a circus mirror. It fools you, and then when you see him, by oh, oh, geez, that's a you look different up, up next to huge Samoans. When the, it's when like the seven forty-seven yeah, comes it up, in it's the totally spot. Rocky Dennis. Yeah, yeah. When the cute one shows up and she's at the top of the order, and you're like, that one might not be bad, but then you realize she's standing next to that catcher that can, like, just destroy an entire forest with one run. <laughs> with her arms, just coconuts falling all over the island. <laughs> Makes Engelberger look good. <laughs> right. Yeah, she can't button her shirt either, so they put her catcher's gear in front of her. You got chocolate on the ball, Engelberg. Shut up, buttermaker. Anyway, 
Uh, it's 7.20. What do you got on the big board of musical treats <laughs> on this flag day, Brad? That's right. Uh, we didn't get much for the flag but on um, the request side, but... Wake Up Song brought to you guys by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. You know, supply chains are going on all over the place, problems with it, and uh, not at Action. They got everything in stock for you guys. Pivot, Rocky Mountain, Santa Cruz, Ibis, Kona, and so much more. Check out their stock and what they got in stock at actionrideshop.com. You know we should, a game we should play is Brett Describes a Movie. <laughs> the plot according to Brett. Yeah. I don't know, a guy went out, he was going to fight a guy, pissed his money away. Well, that's what happened. The other dude had AIDS. Rocky Five? Yeah. It's better reading two paragraphs than IMDb. You, All right. it, it says the exact yeah. same thing. Without Her- using names, you could do it like this legend, uh, he's a boxer, uh, pissed his money away, fought a guy with AIDS. It's first. Or do cliff notes. Yeah. Do your favorite. Do Bronx Tale. Yeah, tell me Bronx. Oh, no, don't do Bronx. Can't do that one. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to do it. No, can't do that one. <laughs> Won't touch my people. <laughs> uh, on the list, uh, we got the Bloodhound Gang up there, Static X, uh, Prong, Misfits, I can do Pantera. Prong's Tale the, the way Brett would do, do it. it. <clears throat> the good guys was getting heat from a neighborhood of uh, troubled people. And uh, <laughs> See, that's where I would have lost it right there. I couldn't have continued. Yeah. Then one of them starts dating, you know, you know. one of them. <laughs> And then Molotov cocktail, and Robert De Niro drives his bus over and picks his kid up, and all's well. See, there you go. You got to unlock the door. <laughs> don't forget to unlock the door. The, door. the good ones will unlock the door. But I don't know. Not for me. I'm saying. Just saying. My dad would have beat my ass. That's a Bronx tale, according to Brett. What movie did you see? Describe that's the, it to That's me. the G-rated version. Yeah, of no, I know. I could, yeah. yeah, you wouldn't say what they say <laughs> in the Bronx tale. Yeah. I would say a bunch of racists give heat to a bad area, and then one of the kids falls in love with one of the girls from the bad area, and then the racists come and make trouble. You're not selling me on that movie. <laughs> I wouldn't see it. That's what I saw. And the one decent racist tries to stop it all while the mob continues their nonsense. And unlock the door. Nah. Always unlock the door. Didn't sell me on that version. The original version he did. <laughs> yeah, the first one sounds better. pretty good. Yeah. These people, uh, one of my people liked them. Bad news. Fire. <laughs> sure, the guy was pissing fire. money away. He's getting fire, and then, you know, Colojimo, he gets it. <laughs> All right, what do you want to play? I don't care. Like, <laughs> he just wants to watch the Bronx. <laughs> such a good movie with such bad acting. C and the and the and the black girly dates cannot act their way out of a paper bag. They are horrible. Yeah, but Chaz and De Niro, Chaz and De Niro are incredible. Yeah. All the other guineas in there too are good. Oh, that's exactly <laughs> right. It's, the guineas are fantastic. Oh, yeah. Of course they are. <laughs> I want a t-shirt that says that the guineas are fantastic. <laughs> Thanks, Brad. I'd wear that. One. He makes it okay for us to, <laughs> to speak with him. I feel like I'm on 12th Street in uh, Northern. Oh, no, he's right. That. He's right. I'm at the uh, Italian American Club. Hey, oh, not for nothing, but the Guinea's a greatness movie. <laughs> and not so much on the kid actors. <laughs> and Maron. The others? Woo! Terrible. That's a great movie, though. Even despite it the... It's just... It's kind of like uh, uh, Gran Torino. The movie's so good, the acting, being as bad as it is, kind of doesn't bother you. But it's yeah. terrible acting. What a movie. Though. All right, let's... Uh, uh, I really don't even know what this is. Uh, for Flag Day, we've got nothing. For Spaz, nothing. Although, in Flames, slow state of the cake. Which one? I don't know how clean that one is. Though. What is it? 
that, that's there's some guy that had a song, uh, song called Chris that. Calico. No, I'm not playing. That. <laughs> yeah, no. We might nine? do that for uh, no. No, no, yeah, yeah, oh, tech do that later today. Yeah, that might be a part of the game. Uh, how's about I don't know, something I don't pick one, I don't care. Um, Why is everyone picking on me? It's kind of funny. Yeah, but it's Bloodhound Gang. I know. I don't want to play that because of that. Just go BLS? Always. All right. Fire it up. There it is. Fire it up. We'll go with that. The Black Label Society. Uh, in about 30 minutes, we're going to give you another chance to win a Man Cave upgrade. That's going to be pretty great. Uh, and getting closer and closer. Today and tomorrow, last days you can qualify. And then Friday, we'll have our finalists in studio playing our wonderful Father's Day game to uh, determine a winner for the Man Cave Upgrade. Prestige Billiards giving you all that stuff. Ping pong table, pool table, the arcade cocktail system with 516 games in it. Modelo Especial gives you the mini fridge with a $150 gift card. You can fill it up immediately, a table and chair, so you can sit and stare at people playing all the games in your house. And then, of course, the big barbecue island. Super, uh, what are they giving you, that grill and the smoker? It's going to be awesome. So you got all that fun stuff right there. All you have to do is pay attention. About 35 minutes, we'll give you another word. It is the second-to-last chance, the penultimate qualifier. And you can get that today if you're paying attention. Simple as punch. you got a lot going on. Oh, and then thanks to the AZ drinking team as well, because yeah. Thursday we got the Operation Hydration, and they're sending us pictures of what they're loading up. Oh, oh that's crazy. Prepare yourself. Prepare yourselves, Phoenix Rescue Mission, for an absolute massive drop-off. Huge. Yeah, and they, they did it last year. They're going to need some semi-truck. extra room for all yeah. the water that these guys are bringing in. The drinking team is bringing it. Scott Haynes asks, may I still say jive-ass turkey? Is that still okay? Yeah, what you got against turkey? Well, because it's very 70s, uh, jive-ass turkey. And if spaz is coming back to be bad, and can you go through somebody's... Now, if S-word becomes... This is why I don't have social media. If S-word becomes like what the morning mess is doing and not saying it, but saying S-word, and in articles they're saying S-word, if that becomes a thing... And it gets real bad because it, it might. You don't know that the S word becomes like, all right, everybody, that's really, really bad. And then we all as a society have to kind of bow down to the pressures of that. What if 10 years ago you like you spaz like crazy on your Twitter? That's why yeah. I don't have it because the rules, the goal line keeps moving on silly stuff that was oh, absolutely fine, even though it wasn't. But what nobody I'd, got mad at it, so you said Describing yourself. I spazzed out this week. Yeah, but indiscriminately used words that are bad, but still okay now, 10 years from now, might not be. That's why I, you know, I do enough here to where they can chronicle my stuff. Oh, yeah. But I'm not going to put it in print, because as we saw in the Johnny Depp trial, that doesn't read well. Joking with Paul Bettany about burning a woman and raping her corpse. Maybe funny to Paul and Johnny at the time, but in a courtroom, you said you were going to burn her body and then rape the corpse? Is that... Is that you might believe that that's exactly what you wrote. Yes, I did. <laughs> All right, is that something you're serious about? No, it is not. So uh, why did you write it? I do not know at this time. Savage. That's why I have all my texts from Paul Sura set to auto-delete. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Paul's blocked. <laughs> nope, I don't want this on my head. I don't want anywhere. Blood on my hands, I call his text. <laughs> but they're funny because they're, they're hilarious. Just- so dark. It's like Mission evil. Impossible. This message will delete. Yes, it is flat evil, <laughs> but funny. I've got a few friends that are evil texters, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. Well, in, a the court, dark in, a, in my Johnny Depp court case, this is the end. This is the linchpin that sends me away. Linchpin, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that. Oh, well. 
staying out of that. L word. Yeah, you're one of my evil friends. <laughs> saying horrible stuff. A couple of my evil friends are evil towards their own race, which I find hysterical. I don't say anything back. I just enjoy the view. But Not it's, even an LOL. It's like, I got that. I don't even, yeah, I don't, I don't yep. do that. I'm just like, you guys. That's usually what I type. You guys. And an ellipsis. You guys. Knock that off. But send it a lot. Because it makes me laugh. Uh, anyway. And nobody's, like, funnier than uh, Josh Blue about derogatory text oh, towards yeah. himself. I've got loads of them from him. And he's got the, the palsy. I'm not going to call him a spec. I might, actually, because he's got a sense of humor. So I think he can handle it. And plus, I could take him if he started getting fighty. <laughs> That's the key. Right, let's go. It's yeah, that is the key. Challenge That's- you to a soccer game. Maybe the two of us together he playing soccer. He was on soccer. the national team. National what team? Soccer team. Okay. Did they ever find the Special Olympians in Florida, or is that still nobody cares? No. Seven missing Haitians that are down there? I don't know. I forgot about it already. You see, this is nobody so cares. Everybody this else. is so terrible. No, we didn't. Everybody else forget about it. There's seven Haitian families hey. that have not forgotten. All right, those seven. All right. Majority rules. He's like, not wrong. Yeah. He's not wrong. No, he's not. That's why I had to ask. Has anybody heard? Nope. There's nine concerned parents about those seven kids. <laughs> Well, look, it's Haiti. I'm sure some of the parents have passed away from the AIDS. Hey, I take offense to that. The AIDS, well, I know, it's a bastard, but it's not. your dad didn't die of the AIDS like most of those kids' dads. <laughs> yeah, no. Haiti is loaded with it. I don't care what anybody says. It's just a terrible, terrible uh, place to go and swap body fluids. That's a fact. You're not afraid of AIDS anymore, though. Afraid of that. I'm, I don't want it, though. I'm not, it's just because I'm not afraid of it doesn't mean I don't want it. If I got it, I'd be less, like, I'd still be upset, but I'm not scared of it. Big like Tarvey for me. Yeah, Big Tarvey keeps it away, but that's if you're actively engaging in things that are pushing it forward a little bit, you know. Like Ben. He was talking about it the other day. Oh, yeah, you take that stuff all the time just in case. That's great. What a great preventative. AIDS away. It's amazing. I'm cured it, nobody talks about it, but I still don't want it to. I'm not, going to, I'm not flying over to Haiti going, it's a free-for-all. I still don't want to find out I'm the one that, you know, doesn't take to the meds. Here we go. Here we go. Hey, Haiti. Welcome back. Who wants a piece of this? Nobody. But they got to find those poor kids that are running around Florida. And Special Olympians have disappeared. And you're right, Brett. Nobody seems to care. No. You have to dig for that story. Anyway, uh, what are we doing? Uh, BLS? Yeah. All right, let's do it. It's uh, your Flag Day wake-up song. I don't know why. I don't know. It's ours. And happy birthday to what? The Army today? Yes. It's the Army's birthday. Happy birthday, Army. How's the Army? Uh, I believe old. it was it's old. 1770. Is it the same year as we started? Like our Army just kind of... Well, the Marines were first, right? 1775. All right, there you go. Happy birthday, Army. That's well over 200 plus years. Uh, it's uh, 731. It's BLS right here. It's 98KUPD. Go! Three days grace right there. I hate everything about you. 7.55 here uh, in the uh, uh, morning sickness. A couple minutes away from getting the word to you for the man cave upgrade. 97936. That's what you have to worry about. The word. It's also Tuesday. Remember, Tuesday is Soylent Green Day. So I think that's what we'll do. Soylent. (laughs) Or piss away. 
Piss away is two words, Brett. <laughs> we combine it. <laughs> we did away. it last week. Piss, piss away, New pal. Jersey. Everybody. We did it last week. That's true. We can combo. And look what it did. It caused yeah. nothing but trouble. Soylent is today's word. Because I don't want to piss away. Remember, Tuesday is Soylent Green Day. Because Tuesday is Soylent Green Day. We all know what that is. We're heading that direction. So uh, we'll get that. I think Toledo can pop that in. Don't do it yet. But wait a couple minutes. Soylent is today's word. Soylent Green. What a great sci-fi movie that is. A little slow by today's standards, but the message is amazing. Heston's great. I can't believe it. People! People! It's people! And Tom Robinson from To Kill a Mockingbird's in it. The guy who played Tom Robinson. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's such a good movie. Anyway. Uh, Soylent. Soylent is today's word. Soylent. Uh, and then, of course, you can uh, earn that... You know, qualifier for the upgrade for the man cave. We'll get to that in a little bit. Right now, it's time for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report, brought to you by Hooters and Bud Light at Hooters. We appreciate our men and women in uniform. That's what they say. And since it's the Army's birthday, show up, present your military ID. You'll get a discount on that food. How about that? Non-alcoholic beverages, because you can't drink in uniform anyway. But present that military ID and uh, get a discount there at Hooters. Easy enough. And that isn't just today. That's every day. But why not today on the military's birthday, Flag Day, or on Army's birthday, and Flag Day and everything else. So uh, thanks, Hooters. Good job. That's nice stuff. Thank you, Hooters. Brady reported. Good Tuesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. It's also National Bourbon Day. That's right. Nothing wrong with that. You don't get a discount when you're ordering that. <laughs> a couple of baseless fun facts. Roughly 33% of cats are not affected by catnip. Really? The euphor- a third of them just have no reaction. Yeah. Interesting. I said uh, the euphoric reaction commonly associated with catnip is hereditary. Like alcoholism. Yeah. Huh. Coffee beans aren't actually beans. They're a seed that people just call beans. Okay. Yellow armadillos in Brazil have sex while they're running. Neat. Pretty agile. The Guinness World Record for the loudest penis. I don't even know what that is. What is that? Mean. Well, they record a uh, holder in uh, the, the... This record hold, holder is an insect called the water boatman. And its penis is loud? It rubs its side against its tiny insect penis, and it makes a... <laughs> Wait a minute. It the rubs sound. its side? The side of its the thorax, basically, or the body. The, and how do you rub your side against your the penis? Abdomen, it, it is able to rub the penis against the... Oh, the penis against the side, not the yeah. side against the penis. And that friction makes 99.2 decibels. That's pretty side. good. Yeah. That's like a equivalent to an entire orchestra. That you can actually... I looked it up. That. Of the water boatman, and they have... The, Wait recorded sound that it makes. 99.2 like decibels. It sounds like an orchestra? It's the equivalent of an entire orchestra at 99.2 decibels. It's as loud what is as this an thing again? orchestra? It's the water boatman. Orchestras are pretty loud. You'd think you'd hear this all the time then. They're, at 99.2 decibels, you would hear this thing across the... That... There's the water, Batman. Yep. The, that's the noise it of an orchestra. across the water. Huh. 
I think your facts are a little screwy on that. They got sound on it. Yeah, I know, but like if it's amplified, like maybe for its size, scaled back, it would be what we consider the sound of an orchestra based on its girth. But if 99 decibels, is that what you said? 99.2 decibels. Isn't it like deafening at 117? 120. Like yeah. Yeah. So this thing's penis rubbing on its side can yeah. deafen you. Shall we listen? It's it's the yeah. loudest penis in, might get in the world. There's, you're missing something on this. Buzz Lightyear. Oh, by the way, Buzz Lightyear's in trouble because they have a same-sex kiss in a Pixar movie. And people oh, are, they're losing their minds. People are losing their courts. <laughs> We're coming to you with another nature in your backyard. It's Tuesday, April 14th, and I'm down bottom i can see things really easily and right now forever. i'm looking at i'm showing when you still when you oh, uh, hairs oh, on the sakes. don't buy that uh have a beak um so God, guys don't have a Brady video like a tight close boxes that on the bottom has a will you get up to the northeast pound for pound given their size there amazing amazing little creatures so, uh, this has been. We never get to hear the goddamn thing. thing. Oh, this guy sucks. Mine was just the. Uh, showed the uh, the water boatman and he was doing its thing. But he did say at the end, pound for pound, given its size, which leads me to believe that there's some sort of a scale here. I don't think that thing's dick rubbing on its side can even capably make an orchestra sound. Not the sound of an orchestra, but the no, same but the decibel. Volume of I, there's no way. It has to be based on some sort of a, a scale. The Guinness World Record orchestra is pretty. Like 99 decibels is Brady's not backing loud. down. No, I know he's not backing down. And I understand that. But i got to hear it to know what they're talking about. Because that would be pretty shocking to hear that sound. And it comes out of something the size of your thumbnail. Let's see if I can find a different video. A poll for Father's Day found the top gifts dads want. Right. Or a nice meal together. Hold on, he's got the sound. Apparently, this, this is it. This is the sound of the thing. Sound? That's pretty amp. Brady. The micro necta. <laughs> Scholitzi. Or it's water a, boatman. Do you understand just to back down on the orchestra? That's, hor- that's horrible audio right there. Well, you can hear how far they got the mic <laughs> yeah, turned up because there's so much hissing in the background. It's Spinal Tap's amp, it's at 11. This one's got a tiny penis. That, my friend, is not equal to an orchestra. Unless we were all that big. Then it would make sense. Maybe to his tiny baby ears. Well, then change it up, Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because it's still a fairly loud penis. Because I don't make that noise when I rub mine up against my side. Because it doesn't reach my side. That's what I'm upset about rub it against my front and maybe against the pubes but I think my pubes are louder than that <laughs> I'm going to try to capture a water boatman put it in your house I won't even you hear would. it sleep. I, won't hear it. I won't hear it <laughs> now if you did that and then all of a sudden you hear an orchestra tuning I'm like Jesus Christ the- <laughs> then I, then I believe you. water boatman but if you have to turn it up as loud as that mic was turned up just to hear <laughs> Henry it's Mancini and they're playing the Pink Panther. Fought thing. me, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't. I have to say, I don't believe that uh, that you read that correctly. Oh, I have one. No, in my, I have one in my room. <laughs> I have one in my room right now. Oh, don't worry, honey. It's just one of those bugs. 
I'm sorry. Uh, Jeremy from Hunter Pest Control should be here tomorrow, but I can't take this anymore. Well, you've got a water boatman problem. I can take care of it. Yeah, it sounds like your house is full of water boatmen. It's, it's miserably beautiful. Here we go. It's got an orchestra. It's attracting females. That's the, the ladybugs rubbing their vaginas up against the big loud penis. Son of a bitch. Little C4 will take care of this. Oh, finally get some sleep around here. Ah, crap! Jeremy! (laughs) Lifted up the couch. (laughs) Come scrambling out. There's that little bastard. Piano, you son of a bitch. Oh, this is a beautiful one. Let him finish. (laughs) Brady, you were incorrect in your statistics, and I want people to know that Brady didn't mean it. So, a great gift suggestion for Dad Yeah, is an elegant pearl necklace. That seems to be the hottest new rage in fashion. I'm giving my dad a pearl necklace. It's happening. Harry Styles, Drake, some MLB players, all styling the pearls. That's gay. (laughs) I'd see little Nas X doing it. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know about the other guys. That makes sense. Dating.com just did a survey on summer dating. And found that two-thirds of singles would take time from their vacation to go on a date with someone they met on a trip. This is a, so, this is Greece. This is the whole yeah, entire yeah, premise of Greece. It is. Yeah. Uh, according to the poll, 30% of single people have hooked up with a bartender before. Never F the help. They're paid to like you. You're, you're barking up the wrong tree 99% of the time. And the ones who do go home with you, they got the bumps. I banged this bartender. That's right. Am I wrong? You didn't get a bartender to go home with you. No. Oh, yeah. yeah. You met her elsewhere. Oh, it took yeah. a while. Yeah, it took a while. It took a while. Because right she's classy. <laughs> but there's 10 guys at her bar that think she's into them. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. her job. That's how she makes money. Exactly. Never have to help. I'll even be sitting there and watching that happen. I just laugh. It's paying your bills. Yeah, absolutely. So she's got to squeeze them together every once in a while when she puts a drink down. It doesn't necessarily, uh, it's not the classiest place in the way, but, but you know what? It's smart. Oops, did I drop that? Oops. Miss New Booty dropped a coin. Watch her. Isn't that Guinea over there her boyfriend? <laughs> Don't worry about it. He's into it. He learned from the best. He knows Toledo. <laughs> Brett, you're not going to like this story. Oh, no. We got another oil shortage going on. Olive oil. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Bacteria have infected olive oil or olive trees which cuts in on the production of olive oil. So all that means is going to be a serious price increase. Thanks, Joe Biden. Yeah. We'll we'll blame him, too. Oil. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> God damn it! Stupid bug. That is a king uh, water boatman. He is good, though. I don't know where that stat came from about the orchestra. I want to go talk to those people. 
Like, let me see the paper. I guess they're saying at, at 99.2 decibels. That is, but it's not 99.2 decibels by our standard. Would be the equivalent of his size. Like, but I got to see how they wrote that. I got to, this is bothering me. Very stomach to his go. papers. How'd you lose it already? You made it up, didn't you? <laughs> you just made up a story. Now you got to thumb through your papers like it's a tax audit. Get, look at you. Get rid of that. the evidence. Yeah, that's right. Nope. Just have to see how they wrote it. Okay. Just, just check it out. Oh, Brady actually wrote it. <laughs> it's written in I'm not kidding. Oh, he did. Brady wrote it. <laughs> I did some added research for you. Yeah, Terrible yeah. research. What? <laughs> this is like when you try to convince somebody what a word means and they look it up in the dictionary and it's written in crayon. That's the funniest thing to on the show today. It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> the, the actual statistic that is incredibly wrong oh is handwritten on the page by you. <laughs> How's the spelling? Uh, I dotted a C. <laughs> he makes his eyes look like a C. There's a Guinness World Record for loudest penis, and the record holder is a tiny water insect in Europe called Micronetta Schultze. Then, in Brady's handwriting, it just says 992 uh, Decibelts, water boatman. Also called, yeah. Yeah, they also called water boatman, is what yeah. you looked up. Yeah. 99.2 decibels. Has to be researched more. But right underneath it, it's printed it again. The water decibels it says they hit their two millimeter junk against their abdomen. The sound is 99.2 decibels, the equivalent of an entire orchestra. Why did you write it again? Just to make sure I go over it again. It was right there. Yeah, I know. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I know. It gets a little confusing over there. <laughs> That's superfluous. Oh, don't do that to him. No, he can do that. Did you put the word in? I did. Okay. Soylent. 97936. And That's what we're going there for. There were a bunch of people in before 8. you got to try right. again. Now you got to do it again. If you didn't get the little message that says, congrats, you're in, you're not in. This 23-year-old guy in Australia who doesn't have a license drank a large amount of liquor Saturday night and decided to steal his boss's car. Guessing he doesn't like his boss. Right. Because he stole the SUV, made it over a four-foot trench, drove 200 feet through a field, and then parked it. He set it on some train tracks. He eventually launched it over the tracks um, about 30 feet away, but when he reversed it back onto the tracks... He left it there and walked home. Yeah. Train showed up the next morning. Luckily, it was able to see the SUV in time. Stop. It was able to stop. Uh, please track down the guy at home. He confessed to everything. Facing charges of stealing a car, driving without a license. Trying to kill a train guy. Like yeah. That's a, those... Obstructing the path of a train. It's another charge. He's originally from um, Vanuatu, which is in the South yeah. Pacific. Island so he might have lost. He might also lose his visa and get kicked out of the country now, and have to go back to beautiful Vanuatu, where they filmed like two survivors. Yeah, this would be a pee pee poo poo news, but it's it's just one quick story. Okay, um, this couple in the UK <laughs> took their two young children to a hardware store, equivalent to a Home Depot, and when they turned their backs for a second, one of the kids decided. Do a number two in one of the display toilets. They learned that. Trying it out. Sasha Baron Cohen and the jacket. The worst part of it is the pictures that show the dad 
in on it. Fishing the poo out of the oh, toilet because it's a dry toilet. Part. Oh, that's Come when you on. drop the lid and walk away. <laughs> that is exact. You act like somebody <laughs> yep. else did that. <laughs> little Putin, get out of the store. <laughs> Run, you little bastards. Yeah, that's two days in a row we've had a, a turd wrangler on the <laughs> stories. Putin's got an official one. I wish that dude up in Flagstaff had one. That right. would have been nice. Let's get to some pretty videos. Uh, if Kirby dropped a deuce in a dry toilet, he'll pirate, take it out. <laughs> Would you fish it out or run? I'm not fishing it out. I'm running. And that's Kirby's problem, by the way. That's like, yeah, you're going, you're going to juvie. <laughs> no, I mean, Ronnie, look what your daughter did. Exactly, but I wouldn't say a word. I, that's not mine anymore. First one's, uh, they're doing a little. What, what are they? It's not even a bumper car, really. It's go karts. Is it go karts? Yeah, Yeah. but they look like um, Crocs. The weirdest looking go kart. Watch the little kid. Oh, whoa! I didn't even see that Ah. kid. (laughs) They hit the wall, and that kid. Yeah, and he's okay. Check this out. Oh, that's his face going into the hood from the. That's what makes it. And mom is loving every second of it. Are they Mexican or Guardians? Well, the kid died tell. two hours later. So <laughs> I'd say Guardians. I think they're Guardians, yeah. The way she's driving, I think she's from Asia. Yeah. Couple man, of oh Guardians. man. That kid seems fine. See, they can take a hit. Oh, man. His head bangs into the hood of that car. And mom's laughing. Maybe she didn't see it. Next uh, is a jumbo dude tumbling on the beach trying to do a... Roundhouse, or what is it, a roundover? Oh! <laughs> that guy doing a backflip, does a cartwheel, and then that's, tries to do a backflip. Too much center of gravity there. <laughs> Buries his head in the seat. my lady! Oh. oh. Well, the good news is he wasn't going to live long anyway. Watch a couple of sea elephants court. <laughs> really good news is most spinal injuries cause you to atrophy, so he's going to lose weight. Finally. <laughs> Next one is a Liz- Lizzo competition. Oh, I like it. Oh, it's an ass-shaking comp- yeah. contest. In. Oh, the big one. She shook herself right off the stage. <laughs> and then they just drug her back in the water like a whale. Did she pass out or something? Or is that just inertia? I think I it is. Yeah, yeah, with that kind stop. of weight, you should uh, be touching your toes. The G started working the other way. <laughs> she freezes like a fainting goat, though. A really big one. <laughs> and she falls into that lemonade stand. She just can't get enough of. That's hilarious. Brett's got to have one. Brett, you got one. Uh, You're always so ambiguous. About <laughs> I got a pull. Uh, right. He he finished pretty strong. Yeah, yeah so no, that I'm was like, strong. You, know, you don't think this one's better? Um, I mean, this is a guy sitting on a kid's chair. Huh? Those are always fun. Man on child's chair. All right. And go. Well, I guess there's sound no sound me. here. No sound? No. Okay. Oh, it's a really tiny kid's yeah. chair. This guy's a little bit thick. And he sits on the kid's chair. It's going in. Oh, that, oh. oh that might go in. It went in. Oh, yeah. It went in. <laughs> oh, it broke, and then it went in. Oh, that's in him. Okay. okay. That's a good finish. That's a good finish. Right. That's a strong closer, <laughs> said Michael and Troy. <laughs> strong closer, boys. Oof. The chocolate kid's chair. Oof. My goodness. Oh, this one's not so bad. He's Another got, boatman. He's got a smaller penis. He's got a microphone. <laughs> he's been in here for 18 years. Oh, he's graduating. 
very wood of water. <laughs> I say you've got very waterbound wood. <laughs> All right, just let him finish it off. Spray him down. That's an orchestra. If it came on like that, I'd be wildly impressed. If I got to turn up all the things to get to 99 decibels, is it 99 decibels? No. It's the equivalent of it if we were all the size of an eyelash. Stupid bug. You just go stomp that orchestra out. Uh, it's 816. There you go, everybody. That's your Brady Report. Also, the word is Soylent for your man cave upgrade. Uh, a chance to qualify, 97936. It's just as easy as that. The man cave upgrade, all you got to do is type in the word Soylent because it is Tuesday and we all know what that means. Remember, Tuesday is Soylent Green Day. That's right. They're serving people at all the cafeterias today. So Soylent is today's word, making you work a little bit. It's the second to last chance to qualify. Good luck to all of you. It's 98KUPD. Awful blob of... Yeah, anyway, so that's <laughs> Candlebox right there. Uh, uh, what, what time is it? Holy cow, it's 8.35. We're getting closer and closer to you guys being all done with your uh, attempts at the, uh, the Man Soylent. Cave Upgrade. It's very fast today. Soylent is today's word, and I got a Lou Yashinsky says, you're asking people an awful lot to spell Soylent. They've never heard of the movie. Doesn't mean they can't spell Soylent because you haven't heard of the Soylent Green doesn't mean it still doesn't exist as a do word. Do research right? like I do every day. day. <laughs> right, do Brady research. Just write down your own facts, and then move forward with it. Those bugs, though, I've been looking into those, and they are, uh, no, this, when they do Blue Danube, I just sit back. This, that bug dick is magic. I always wondered what that was when I was walking through the riparian in Gilbert. The Blue Danube? The birds, and all of a sudden the Blue Danube comes on an orchestra. Yeah, and like, <laughs> you no, know, so that, water tiny, boatman. that tiny water boatman. That is the same exact sound as an orchestra. A decibel. Uh, by the way, uh, speaking of the bug, I got an email from a guy who's not happy. He goes, look, the water boatman thing we know is complete and absolute horse <laughs> Brady's research was terrible. <laughs> Everyone knows that the loudest penis in the world belongs to me, Antonio Sherrod McGarity. That's right, Antonio, finally. And also, uh, the word, you know, spaz has made everybody upset today because Lizzo has to take it out of her, out of her uh, song. And a guy said, you know, you're, you're making light of it, John, but it's not fair. Some words do need to be banned. Some people shouldn't use them. Eh, I suppose if you're going to go down that road. We're throwing out words that we should stop using. I've got one. When someone has horrible trauma or loses function, I hear people saying the word vegetable, and that needs to stop. That is a slur, and it's horrible. I personally take offense to it. One of my family members is in that condition. We like to replace it with heavy sleeper or beautiful sleeper. Signed, uh, Nathan Sutherland, Christian rapper. Well, he's always popping. And this one here is good. I like this a lot. If this doesn't shout, she's given me... like it, You can totally tell when I read this email that this man and, and wife of his have a union that builds the two of them up. You know how they say that? You know, when everybody says that at their wedding, that cliche yeah. of, you make me a better person. Yeah. That's the goal of each person in the wedding. You make the other person stronger, better, more confident. And I don't think it ever has shouted out from an email like this. What this woman is doing for this man and what this man is doing for this woman is the goal in a relationship. This is what we should be shooting for. Uh, they teach you this in therapy. Build up the other person. Be their rock. Dear John, today is my wife's 42nd birthday. Her name is Leslie, and I would appreciate if you could give her a shout-out and tell her she's the most wonderful woman alive. Aww. 
for putting up with a dumpster fire of a person like me. Well, she's done nothing but build your self-confidence yeah. through the roof. <laughs> Frank, you and Leslie sound thrilled together. You, the dumpster fire, she, the most wonderful woman alive. <laughs> that is a con- That's a match made in heaven. She has built you up, and you feel good about you. Every day you walk out the door, and you're like, if it wasn't for Leslie, I'd probably hang myself. But she keeps me going. She lets me know I'm great as a dumpster fire. Frank, I'm sorry you're a dumpster fire. But it's true. Happy she, birthday. Happy birthday, Leslie. I hope you go all spastic tonight. Yeah, the word spaz is right. Uh, so what are you going to do? I'm sorry that you and Frank are kind of at odds on Frank's personality, but it sounds like you're hanging around him for a little while longer. One of my neighbors set up their whole uh, front yard was decked out for a birthday. And some adult's birthday, too. It's like had a 40 in the front yard and all that. And I'm like, wow. 40? Oh, the whole yard was blown up. Oh, that's been like a 40 ounce or something. I'm no, like, no, no. Where, where <laughs> oh, are you yeah. at? That's Crenshaw. I was driving around Crenshaw and I saw <laughs> celebrating the 40th with 40s. That's like, who's got a 40? Yeah, 40. Where's that party? Crenshaw Mafia mother. <laughs> you one of them rolling 60s. <laughs> it's my 40th birthday, so we just got some 40s? You look like a Crenshaw Mafia mother me. Anyway, happy birthday to that guy and happy birthday to Leslie and Frank, the most confident man in the world, I say. Uh, it's a beautiful thing. So anybody else celebrating a birthday, too, Frank reminds you that he's a dumpster fire, and thanks for not trying to hurt him today. Uh, it's 840. We've got ourselves. Uh, the hot release is coming up a little bit. But in the meantime, the second to last day for you to qualify for this glorious thing called the Man Cave Upgrade. And uh, the Man Cave Upgrade ends uh, tomorrow as far as qualifiers go. You can no longer uh, qualify. And we got a bunch of you guy yesterday. We told him, so you got to be available Friday if you're a finalist. I heard him on the speakerphone with Toledo. He goes, do you think you'll be available Friday? And he goes, and all I heard was, hell yeah! I'm like, all right, that guy's going to, he's probably in on it. Which is pretty great. So you got that going, and you can uh, you can load up for that. Also, because we love you, and we're trying to give you our, uh, all sorts of things. If you're streaming right now, uh, turn your radio off if you're not streaming, and download the mobile app. We want you to stream on that, because the more hours you accumulate, pile those things up. Uh, the better off it'll be for you. Now, all you radio listeners out there, and this is radio's flaw in 2022, it destroys its best technology to try to get you to listen to us on another thing. So F you people who have radios on right now. We're not interested in you. You win nothing. But if you're streaming, uh, this is pretty cool. Uh, As the streaming hours go during the day, if you keep it on all the time, uh, you could win a $50 gift card to any store or restaurant at Desert Ridge Marketplace because that's where life happens. says so right here in my, my paper, where life happens. So you're just streaming away. You keep the station on through us. You tolerate Larry and Fitz for a while, and then you get into <laughs> Shan, man. You do that thing. You just keep it streaming the whole way. You stockpile those streaming hours on the, on the website, and then at the end of the day, people who have streamed all day or however long, they're drawn in. And then... All those people that get the $50 gift card qualify to win a $2,000 shopping spree at Desert Ridge. Hosted hey. by me, Brady. I get to I get to take you shopping. We'll get pearl necklaces. We'll get ice cream. Just take Michael and Troy with you guys to go oh, shopping. now there you go. That's a good idea. Again, this is some sort of sell they think is a good idea. I said, sure, fine. I don't know who's going to want this. But if you if you don't want me to go... No skin off my back. 
That's look. I know what you want, which is the two thousand dollars at Desert Ridge. That's what I would want. You don't need some jackass following you around complaining about how hot it is, and that's all I'm gonna do. Can we get something to eat? I'm just gonna. I'm gonna have mall eggs in like five minutes. Can you give me a pretzel? Who's what? Come on, go. But what's this pretzel smoke? Too good. If I get you a pretzel, will you shut up? I gotta be here through the whole spree. I gotta finish your spree. And do you have to spend it all right there? No. I'm gonna make you. You get a two. No, that's a shopping spree. A spree ends. It's not a shopping. I guess so. It's not a gift maybe card. It it's is. a spree. You go until you got two thousand dollars worth of stuff, and then you get out of there. But if you want me to go, I'll be happy to go with you. If you don't, I get it. I wouldn't want some DJ standing behind me. I don't even want to go with these guys because they work in radio. Like if Brett's like, you want to go shopping and be like, with you? Okay. Let's go get some flip-flops. Yeah. But if you don't want me to go, I get it. All the all the rules are at 98kupd.com. I sit in those meetings when they're like, would you be into that, John? And I'm like, into it? Uh, strong word. <laughs> it's, it's like, I mean, you're asking me to like be a cheerleader for it? Maybe. I, I think it's great we're giving this away. But I just don't see me being added to that as anything extra. I think that's a bad idea. But I'll go. If you're like, no, I want you to tag along. And we're going to buy some stupid stuff. Well, you can go to the bar, though, right? Right. And that's all. Go. I'm going to pressure you into spending money on things you wouldn't have spent if I wasn't there. But it's two grand. That's a pretty, pretty good deal. You get the $2,000 shopping spree at Desert Ridge with me. Uh, notoriously good shopper. <laughs> it would be nice if they're, you know, shoe shopping, and then you actually put oh, yeah. the the shoes on their feet. You know, oh, I'll do that. On. I'll help you. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll do some yeah. I'll, I'll smell your summer feet, pigs. <laughs> here's the fun of it. Uh, here's how good I am at shopping. Yesterday... There was a delivery. You know how my PXG situation showed up? I accidentally ordered three sets of clubs thinking I got one. This is a common problem for me. Internet ordering where I don't pay attention to quantity. And somehow or another, I end up with three of the same thing over and over. Yesterday, this trash bag with, uh, I forget the name of the company on it, shows up at my front door. And it is a hefty sized bag. It's heavy. It's probably 30 pounds. And I'm like, what did I get? It's got my name on it. And I'm like, oh, no. So I'm walking around out front with a dog just trying to think, what did I order? The last thing I ordered was a, you got a couple t-shirts. I think I like it was a couple t-shirts. Well, what I didn't realize I had done when I bought six t-shirts was that each t-shirt I was clicking on had ten colors. Is it a four-pack or is it a ten-pack? Oh, ten. ten. And I'm like, oh, I like that one. Cart, cart, cart. And then just check out, do the little thumbprint gone, and I'm out. I spent... $453 on six oh. t-shirts. I didn't pay attention. I'm looking at the bill and I'm like, oh no, just plain t-shirt. This one. You're wearing it today. Yeah, looks no, good. Well, I'm wearing yep. one. Oh, you got 60 of, of them, right? 60 t-shirts I got. Are you keeping them all? Yeah, why not? I opened them up. <laughs> it's an admission of failure if I try to send some back. But you got different colors? Or? Everyone's a different color. And some of them are gay, rainbow bright, but I'll be wearing them. They're nice. They're nice cotton. And I've had yeah. this. I forget the name of this. True something. True. Yeah. I've, I, I get the uh, a oh. text from them. Yeah. Well, I got it. And I didn't see. I just saw. You know, like, I liked the white one. And the white one was there. And then it had five others behind it. And then five others behind that. True fit. True fit. I think that's right. And so I clicked on the white one going, yes. And then I got the red one. 
And then I got the maroon one and the gray one, and I'm like, I like these. And they all come with like these are the autumnal. So this one's like oh, the colors are burnt orange, maroon, green. This is one of the autumnals. The others are bright, like white, gray, yellow, orange. That's like a heather green. Yeah, it's a a pretty color, actually. So that's how I shop. Usually, a trash bag shows up at the house, and I have my eyebrows down like, what happened Well, you're set for a while. I'm set for the rest of my life. And that's also based on the fact that my wife is a virus. She steals my T-shirts and then names them as she sees fit. Found that out names last night. Them. Names them. How do you... So every day she walks through the house in one of my T-shirts and I look. And, you know, when you're dating someone, that's cute. Oh, she's wearing my shirt. That's kind of hot. After you're married for a long time, it's like she's just stealing your stuff. Right. I, I, this has been a fact since we're like, in the beginning, you're like, oh my God, she loves my T-shirts. That's sexy. Now it's sweatpants and my T-shirts. Nothing sexy about it at all anymore. It's gross. Just <laughs> wandering around these sweatpants in the house and my T-shirt. Like a mom of six. Brand new wilderness athlete stuff. Good cotton. They gave me a few of them. So I'm looking and I'm like, nice shirt. Again, like eight days in a row. It's a nice shirt. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going to go and put your stuff on. They steal your stuff. They steal the bathroom. They steal your stuff. If you, if you have it and they like it, they're going to put it on it. And they sometimes they'll have hard nipples, and they'll make you think, "Oh, that's hot." Right. But what she's really just doing is stealing from you. If Brett came over, Typical. if you had a roommate, and he's walking around in your t-shirts all the time, you'd be like, "Hey, what's the deal? These are your junk shirts," she says. What do you mean those are my junk shirts? These are your junk shirts. As determined by who? I like those shirts. Oh, you don't. They're free. I'm like, all your shirts are free, and I don't wear them. That's ah. not fair. <laughs> hey, wear your own T-shirts. Yours are more comfortable. Yeah, you're a virus. So then I get these T-shirts. I put them on the table last night. I got 60 T-shirts folded and put on the table. Come back a few seconds later. Whose feet are propped up on my brand new shirts and my T-shirt? Old junk shirt thief. Nice. Aren't you just going to put your feet on my clothes? I'm just comfortable. You're claiming them again. It's our fault, guys. Because it's cute when we first start dating them and they go through our closet and steal things. We think that's good. But try it. And I'm like, I'm going to go in the closet and determine what clothes of yours I think are junk. And I'm putting them on. You'll stretch them. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, that's... Like, uh, some of my nice t-shirts have, like, little... I pay back on that would be push bumps right where the boobs are. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Ronnie steals your shirts. That's got to be super comfortable swimming around in those for her. She's, uh... She actually goes camping. When <laughs> yeah, sets yeah, it up. Yeah. Well, I did well, the other day when the wind got going. I saw Ronnie shoot across the sky. <laughs> that, that thing caught it. Does like the skydive. Yeah, takes me away. Ronnie's going bye bye. Yeah, so they steal your shirt. So I got these shirts based on the fact that I'm losing all my T-shirts to the junk shirt thief. Well, they, they steal most you of got the bed. They steal sol- your shirt. You got a solid backup Covers. now. Uh, yeah, until when? Till she determines that those are more comfortable than hers. Covers are gone. Oh yeah. Uh, the ceiling First fans night. are decrement dec- decoration. They're ornamental ceiling fans. We've never had one on. She can't really. Oh, she hates them. I lost that battle. It's cold. Years ago, I lost the ceiling fan. It's always so I'm windy. the other way. Ronnie's got. We have it going. And she was shopping for a fan yesterday. You want another one in there? In the bedroom? Yeah. Oh, she's. It's the age thing though. She's, she's heating up. <laughs> yeah. My buddy Chris, is, uh, his lady went through that, and he said, our house is an icebox. It's miserable, and she's still sweating. And I'm 
Like I don't even want to know what that's like. Oh, she's it's a, it's she's hot all the time. Yep. You got fans go. See, I would love that. I want an airplane propeller in my bedroom. I think it's, I had to turn all those up. I made the deal that if we kill the ceiling fans, that in the winter time we sleep with the windows open. Because I kind of like being cold. Has she fell for that? Uh, for a while. Oh, okay. But it, but it, so we'll fall asleep like that, and in the middle of the night, somebody's standing on the bed, and I hear real quiet. <sighs> She's shutting the windows. I'm like, hey, 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 hey. It's freezing. <laughs> Go grab a blanket, sister. You Layer know. up with some of my you, you T-shirts. Go grab a few of those junk shirts. <laughs> walk around like a homeless person with all my clothes on. <laughs> Walking around in my brand new wilderness athlete shirt, which I love the shirts that those guys gave me. Give me like three of them. They're awesome. Every time, I haven't worn one yet. She is all day long in the house. What are these, my cleaning rags? You know what that's going to end up. I'm just going to take a few of your shirts that I consider junk shirts and go uh, armor all the tires with them. Take it off, Fisher King. Who determines whose clothes are what? Nope, she does. Those are your junk shirts. As determined by you, I actually really like that pile of shirts. Junk. Junk. This is junk, junk. so I'll use it. This is- I'm going to go through and find her best stuff. Well, this is junk. And then just have her stand. I'll do it in the heat. Stand outside and armor all the, the Jeep tires. What are you doing with my shirt? Oh, these are your junk, junk shirts. shirts. Yeah. Oh, I guess we don't determine whose junk is what, do we? Why don't you put on some of that stuff that has tags on it still? (laughs) I waited too long to take those back. So the tags are just reminiscing about a time that was once more glorious. Shut up. Can I have half the bathroom back? No. Uh, It's 8.52. It is true, though, but I've got uh, 60 shirts now. And thanks to PXG, by the way, I have to thank them, that company caught my error in the three golf club order and called and asked, hey, did you mean this? I'm like, oh, thank God. I didn't know who to contact. No, I did not. All right, we're sending one, but the next two will cancel my guess. Seemed like an awful lot of golf clubs going to one residential house. Yeah, that's me. I go. 60 sets of clubs, 60 <laughs> yeah. shirts. I don't know. Maybe I ordered more than three. But were just... those your junk clubs? Or... Yeah, well, she went out. I just busted up my junk club. Uh, it's 8.52. There you go. You got eight more minutes or so to do the word Soylent. And you could possibly get a man cave. Beautiful. And that's why we build man caves. We want a space of our own. We're not allowed to put up Darth Maul cutouts and, you know, have pictures of stadiums in the main room anymore. So that's what a man cave is for. Brady's Pitch Barn, She Shed. He, get, he even gets a corner of that room for Ohio State stuff, right? Yeah. Of course, you still have the vacuum and the... Vacuum's out. Wasn't there knitting stuff? There I got rid of the, uh, there was the entertainment center that she had in there originally. Oh, really? It's out. Where is it? Uh, neighbor gave it to a neighbor. Na- gave it away. Yeah. What because, about the knitting stuff? Yes, the, all that sewing and knitting. Are those blankets? Oh, yeah, it's gone. No, um, there there might be a couple of blankets still in there. <laughs> <laughs> and Kirby's Xbox and stuff. Because, you know, when I invite them in to watch a movie That's or something. That's not what happens. Mm-hmm. When they not invite it. you in. Live, laugh, learn, Brady. Live, laugh, learn. <laughs> we see it on your bitch barn wall. Uh, anyway, we'll get you a man cave. It'll be beautiful. Uh, it's 8.53. Uh, the hot releases are coming up in just a moment. Junk shirts. I haven't heard anything about Ozzy's follow-up. Is he all right? Or you have that in the uh, entertainment drill later on his big operation? On surgery, no. I haven't heard a thing. Don't know if that's good or bad. Little Haitian Special Olympians and Ozzy Osbourne not catching the headlines right now. <laughs> Got to find those Special Olympians. 
I can't imagine they're going to last long. I don't know what was wrong with them. I was at the airport once and the uh, U.S. contingent for the Special Olympics went by. Let me just tell you this. If you had a basketball game and you were lining people up against a wall to pick at the airport who your team was, your first five guys would have been Special Olympians. These dudes were ripped. They looked really healthy. Like, I didn't see any disability at all. And they're cruising through in their sweats, and I'm like, I think that might actually be the Olympic team we're just saying has on the spectrum to go win the Special Olympics. These guys were beasts. Not one spaz among them. And they're doing that same strut like pro athletes do. Why wouldn't they? Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, well, because the way we picture Special Olympics uh, okay. are running around on their hands. You're right. You know, they're, they're running right. around in the blades yeah, and stuff. They're, they're, using right. their, they're using their fingers for, <laughs> for balance. I didn't laugh. <laughs> That's what you expect their strut to look like. These dudes, they were, pull, laughed at they were pulling tail. <laughs> Not this time. <laughs> <laughs> He's got lines. Anyway. Uh, Justin says, John, talking about uh, people stealing your shirts, your wife or girlfriend. I, I learned to let mine uh, never wear my T-shirts 10 years ago because my mentor... The Ebony Prince of Brooklyn. I got to meet that guy. He used to say that he hated when his wife wore his T-shirts because they always had <laughs> marks in them afterward. <laughs> it's true. Uh, do things like pull her pants down when she's washing dishes or throw a cold bu- bucket of water on her while she's in the shower. Every time she's worn your T-shirt, you have to pay her back. This man was a legend to me. I live my life by his words. The Ebony Prince of Brooklyn. All right. I don't think I'd ever throw a bucket of ice water on Megan in the showers because she put teat marks in my shirt. <laughs> she can have it. It's just the fact that she thinks she can have it. It's, the, it's a very female way of thinking. It's not that you took it. It's the fact that you felt like you could. It's not that I wanted you to do it. I wanted you to ask me. Uh, the Ebony Prince has a profile on LinkedIn. With no went picture. To, went to school at uh, SUNY uh, McGrevers College in uh, New York. Yeah. All right. We'll keep an eye on the Ebony Prince of Brooklyn and see if he's got any more words of wisdom for us. In the meantime, it's uh, we're up for grabs here for the uh, hot releases. Toledo's back, so he has to do it all this week. Uh, Brett's doing the music. Toledo's doing all the other stuff. And it's brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue. Where's the page? There it is. Uh, well, that's easy. It's simply the best barbecue in Arizona. Uh, get your pre-order in for Father's Day dinner now. They'll do that for you. And uh, trust me, you will not be disappointed. Dad, you don't have to stand at 120 degrees by the grill. Uh, Anthony and the gang at Eric's Family Barbecue will do that for you. Easy enough. Get it in there now. Eric's Family BBQ.com. Highly recommend you order up those brisket burgers, which might be the best I've ever had. In my life, and not brisket burgers—best burger I've ever had in my life. Yeah, we brought I'm, that one in. I'm currently craving it. Just talking about it. Uh, all right, Bert, go. Mir Toledo. Now we'll go with whoever. Who Toledo? He's already up. Go. All right. Go ahead. All right. So, uh, Resident Evil is releasing uh, two, three, and seven. Don't know what happened to four, five, and six. In that they're, order, they're releasing. Uh, they're re- redoing them for PS5 and Xbox X. So they're redone. Um, the the games that uh, everybody knows about, and they're zombies, the original zombie killing movies, or games. Right, Resident Evil 2, 3, and 7. Not 2, 3, and 7. Don't know what happened to 4, one, 5, and 6. 4, and 5. Yep. Just two, maybe those are the best ones. So it's a self-admission that some of them stunk. And I think everybody. Just redo the good ones. 
I love Assassin's Creed, but there are some of them that are garbage. I never played Resident Evil, but it looks fun. Ew, that's a oh, full toilet of oh, diarrhea. Oh, God. Fishing Next. around in the toilet. Another All right, how about Red Out? Ah, <laughs> Red about- Out 2 is out on uh, all platforms. No Red idea out? what this one's about. It's pod racing. The next entry in the acclaimed anti-gravity racing series uh, for PS5, Xbox Series X, and the S, oh, PlayStation 4, I'm Xbox One. Yeah, that's too many colors. Yeah, I'm gonna have a seizure. Brady, here we go. Don't spaz. Every time I step back, oh, sorry guys, I just spazzed. Sorry, I, I used the word spazzed. All my bitches and hoes, and <laughs> I apologize. I won't use derogatory terms like that. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, Red out looks, looks very busy. I don't like that. There's too much going on. All right. Everybody's favorite. Is he still a lovable loser? Pete Davidson? Yeah, how is this guy considered say. a loser that's just because he dresses poorly? Yeah. He's killing it. He is, he's so, everybody's idol, but you don't want to admit it. So he's got uh, uh, Pete Davidson presents The Best Friends. It's a comedy special on Netflix where he brings out some of his friends and tells stories about his Remember, dope I life. Remember, mixed game with uh, Jon Stewart and uh, Chris Rock, right? And, uh, yeah... I know it's a weird thing to go at, but you know it's not my fault. That's my life now. Um, yeah, everybody just gets mad at me because my life's dope. It's so confusing. I don't even do anything bad. They're just like, "What a dick!" You're like, what? "All right, thanks, Pat." Uh, you get the gist of it. See, the reason why Cook. he makes us all mad is because most of us feel like we're better looking than him. No, he's not as bad. He's as not as bad as Dane Cook. No, yeah. he's okay. I don't think he's that funny. Yeah. He's funny. Yeah, but that's what I'm yeah. saying. But I never found Dane Cook funny. The funniest he ever was was in couple. Waiting. Yeah, Waiting's great. Yes, because he was only in it for like yes. five minutes. Yeah, Dane Cook was, he was a, a dirtbag. Yeah, he played a good dirtbag. Yeah. Became a slave to his own success and, and really didn't have an opportunity to be funny. He wasn't terrible. He just wasn't like brilliant. He couldn't get out of his own way. He's not like Bill Burr or somebody right. like really funny. Right. He's just okay. He's good, but he's for some. He's got some magical hypnosis over women. Well, I mean, it's what Kim Kardashian said. I heard he had a huge dick, and I wanted to see it. Right. And now she's in love with him, so who, it must be massive. Who we are is out on Netflix. It's a documentary chronicling racism in America. Oh, who we are? The Voting Rights Act. We were at a tipping point. Is this a for or against? <laughs> Before we get into this too far. We're 50 years uh, later now. Criminal defense again, civil rights lawyer Jeffrey Robinson draws a stark timeline of anti-black racism in the United States from slavery to the modern myth. To the modern myth? Post-racial. Oh. Sorry, I had to continue. What are we going to do about it? If I make the statement to you, America was founded on white supremacy. You could say, Jeff, that's an extreme statement. And what I would say to you is, don't believe a word I say about it. All you have to do is go look. Slavery had nothing to do with the war because they were treated as family. I don't know. If he- <laughs> All right. Yeah. There's certain times <laughs> when you want to argue with the TV. Yeah. <laughs> a guy holding the Confederate flag. Oh, now, wait a minute. Them slaves was treated like family. <laughs> Not allowed in the main house with the rest of the family, but... 
He stumbled on it. He fell on his back a lot. That's where those scars came from. Just kind of, yeah. The yeah. guy, he used to, he, used to, uh, he had poison ivy. And great he was family man. Scooting around on his back, itching it all the time. And, uh, all right, I think either earlier this week we or last week. We used to whip week. everybody in the family when they, all the kids got to go. Everyone buys a family member, right? <laughs> right. What in the wild world of sports is going on here? I, first, I purchased my son off of a, a ship once and... <laughs> His family. He's a good kid. Family. Just a, we just wanted a new family, so we went down to the people store and we grabbed four or five new members. <laughs> All right, Brady mentioned this in the entertainment drill, uh, the documentary about the halftime show, Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, with, about uh, Lopez. With Jennifer Lopez and Shakira. Shakira. So I read a thing this morning before you keep playing that. Okay. Jennifer Lopez was so bothered by how people would talk about her ass all the time. Like it was how they sexualized her. And uh, in the meantime... Uh, in, in and amongst the story, four Instagram pictures she took herself of her, her own ass. ass. Yep. And give me my 10 on yeah, that Super Bowl yeah, halftime. And also you did Hustlers and talked about how awesome your ass is. You're the one who perpetuated the ass thing. And thank you. It's great. But knock it off. Ground me right there. You feel me. Not like a victim. They're dancing. It's not just about if you're getting off with the step. It's about if we're getting off mm. with the step. Yeah. Yeah. I don't just go, this camera got me. <laughs> but I'm also saying that the camera got me. Because I can do all of that at the same time. Yeah. Amazing. You made a career off of your ass. Yeah. Just own yeah. it and just be done with exactly. it. Who cares? She's good. Just own it. It's not a bad yeah. thing. Just own it. She's good. We like her ass. Own your ass. It was what a good halftime right. performance. But the whole thing is about her complaining that Shakira was there too. And there was possibly only 12 minutes. an equal to better ass next to hers. Because I think yeah. Shakira's ass is better. I prefer a Shakira over a J-Lo. That's I'm with you on that. Yeah. I like Shakira more than J-Lo. And I think that bothers J-Lo that hers was not the only ass being sexualized. And then she gets mad when you sexualized. But every picture of her on Instagram is, look at me. Can you believe I'm 50? Here's a butthole shot. Here's pictures of my butthole. Like, Stop with your butthole. We get it. All right. Out tomorrow on Netflix is God's Favorite Idiot. It's uh, mid-level tech support employee Clark Thompson finds love with co-worker Amy... Uh, luck at exactly the same time he becomes the unwitting messenger of God. I did cocaine twice last week, but I did zero cocaine preceding the event that I'm about to Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, Yeah. and her husband. Oh, and her husband. I like that guy. Clark was glowing. I also accidentally roofied myself last night, too, but I don't know if that's really relevant. Jay was Clark, you were getting tons more views by the second. You're blowing up. All right, that's enough. <laughs> you get it. Sell me something quicker. Yeah. Uh, Father of the Bride is being remade on HBO. Why? Yes. Is it? Uh, Andy Garcia, Gloria Estefan. Oh, it's Mexican Father of the Bride. Surprised when their eldest daughter, Sophia, comes home to Miami for a visit announcing a new boyfriend, Aiden, who is now her fiancé and their plans for a wedding. A new life together in Mexico. Aiden sounds... Puppy. Off color. He sounds white. Wow. Is that going to be the problem here? And I propose. Wow. Oh. You propose? Yes. You propose to him. Uh-huh. He didn't propose to you. Mm-hmm. Can you do that? Does anyone do that? You both have been coming here for over a year. Do you still want this marriage to work or not? I'm here. No. We're supposed to play the perfect family until Sophie gets married. What we can say, sorry to spoil your Who's the boy? But we're getting a divorce. Uh, Diego Boneta. This is Alan Castillo. We don't want some big fancy wedding. And we want to pay for it. 
Two lawyers are out of college working for a nonprofit are going to pay for the wedding. Billy. I'm the father of the bride, and I would be paying for the wedding. This doesn't I'm... seem like a comedy. It seems sort of like yeah. uh, Scarface's <laughs> daughter's getting married. He's channeling his inner Ricky <laughs> Ricardo. I, don't, I haven't laughed really like I did when Martin Short and uh, Steve Martin did this. It was much funnier than, you're not paying for the wedding. And that is final. The cocaine will pay for the wedding. Your mom and I hate each other. <laughs> Your mother and I do not want to be married anymore. Her womb is polluted. She makes me sick. We don't want to be in this marriage. You have a lot of explaining to do about this wedding. Who proposes to a boy? On Hulu, good luck to you, Leo Grand, starring Emma Thompson, who embodies the candor and apprehension of retired teacher Nancy Stokes. Newcomer Daryl McCormack personifies the charisma and compassion of a sex worker named Leo Grande. All sex on me. Number three, we do a 69. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brady, sorry. Sorry about that, Brady. Sorry about that. Enough of that. Right, Just enough go. of that. We good luck to you. Let it play. It's organic. No, no, no. We don't want the organic version yeah. or otherwise. Want that in the bitch bar. Too squirming. <laughs> Watching that. I know. All right. The big release in theaters this Friday is Lightyear, Pixar. Buzz Lightyear mission. Chris Evans is the new voice. It's it's got the message in it. Our first It's got the gay kiss between cartoon characters, and somehow or another, that's a thing. We're narrating again. I was not. Just doing the mission log. You do know no one ever listens to And I don't care. If they, but why does it have to be everybody? I mean, that's the one thing everybody's... I think everybody feels like it's being shoved down their throats rather than... Like Brady says, the organic 69. We're not getting the organic relationship. We're getting the forced one. We, like, when in Toy Story did we need to know about the romance? I mean, there was always like a little something between Woody and uh, Jesse. Yeah. But they never like... Humped. Well, but then it was also Bo Peep and Woody, right? Or is that right well, the funny one was the Barbie and Ken. Yes. That was a riot. Buzz Lightyear to Star Command. Duke Kaboom was okay. But I'm all fine with it if it's Why funny. But if they're just, you know, for the sake I, of I, having two Pixar characters make out, it's weird. How many Toy Stories are there right now? Three. Alicia? And so they're, four. they're doing the Star Wars thing now. They're just branching everything off. Yeah. So this is the... And Buzz Lightyear's a great character, but I just don't... The message. Does everything have to have a message? Tim Allen... Uh, too expensive, or they're just a pass on no, Tim it's young. Allen? It's younger. younger. Oh, it's a younger, younger voice. voice. Oh, okay. um, Spiderhead. Chris Hemsworth is going to have himself a summer, because Thor is out yeah. in two weeks, and then Netflix has... Uh, I think they signed him to a picture deal. So this is Spiderhead. Two inmates, no, Miles Teller and, Jan- and Junie Smollett, That's one of the Smollett siblings, from a connection while grappling with their past in the state-of-the-art penitentiary, run by a brilliant visionary Chris Hemsworth. Is a privilege. Where have you been? Drug study. In science, we have to explore the unknown. They've been testing me up and down. A lot weirder stuff than usual. This is new frontier stuff here. It's about scientific experiments on people. That are in a state-of-the-art prison. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's it. Right. No turn into soups or anything? Yeah. Talk about a big summer. Yes, so Miles Teller. And, and Miles Teller. Yeah, even though the offer stinks, he's in it. And then you got uh, Top Gun, and he's got that one other thing coming up, and then this. He's got a lot of stuff happening. Yep. Miles Teller, he's good. Uh, right, what do you got? Uh, terrible, kid's so. good. That kid's good. Bubby, you're good. All right, th- this this first one here is going to be a quick one. It's Alanis Morissette. She's got a new album out, The Storm Before the Calm, but it's a meditation Have you guys album. seen Moranis yeah. Morissette on the internet? That, that, I haven't seen oh it. Oh, my heard God. About it. Rick Moranis as yeah. Alanis oh, Morissette. Really? It is hilarious. So it's a lot of this. It's just instrumental meditation music. Oh, she's just meditating yeah. now. But she's big enough to figure, now you got to hit it. So. 
Okay. It's all like that. So if you're going to get a massage today, you can probably hear this one. Request Atlantis. Yeah. Um, This is Quiet Riot. They're re-releasing Alive and Well. Oh, they're doing the... Did they redo it? Yep. Recorded and remastered. Slower. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And not as good. It's just no. cleaner. Huh. That might be part of the problem is it is cleaner. Yeah, it's so too, it's, it's too crisp. Yeah. And you hear the flaws. It's that or somebody uh, doesn't own the rights to that uh, recording anymore. Ah, and so, so they now they do it. Yes. That's how that works. People don't know that. Yeah. And when they do those albums, because they lost their own, yeah. they lost the rights to their own stuff. Yeah, so somebody they do else it again. It. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is a band called Wayward Sons. And this is uh, Can't Take It Anymore. Okay. It's a super group or something? Who are Wayward They're Sons? They're taking it right up from Kansas. Bunch of old dudes in here. John Gordon will come in and go, Oh, yeah, man, that's the for years. Wayward Sons hail from San Bernardino, California. <laughs> he would know them. Uh, let's see here. This is a Civil War yes. Invaders. This will be terrible. I can tell by the album cover. band is TV Priest. This is Bury Me in My Shoes. All right. This is going to be heaviest. The bassist paid for most of the recording. I've been walking wicked, slouching at new stairs. Rough week this week. And songs. All right, get to the chorus. And get to the other chorus. It's kind of got a theme. Yeah, that's pretty terrible. Uh, you know what? All right. And here's the one we we're kind of waiting for. Gray Days, Chester's uh, band, which are, you know, the they're boys. Local they're boys, local yeah. boys here. They uh, they got some more material. And this is uh, Starting to Fly, the album Phoenix hit stores on uh, Friday. They found a bunch of old Chester stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And this is uh, what, Kristen is in this. And yeah. Kristen. Uh, Kristen Davis. Sean O'Dell. The, uh, yeah. That's who's on that Did they re-record Chester's parts, or did they include him in this? I think his parts are original tapes, okay. and I think they re-recorded the music, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, the coffee. I'll see you in the night. Through the fingers made of magic. 
heard so far. Yeah. And uh, it brings us to N-word or F-word. All right. Now, this is, uh, the guy's name is Duke Deuce. Oh, yeah. And this is Crunk Stars. <laughs> Duke Deuce is every joke word Brady uses for poop. <laughs> Had to take a Duke Deuce. I'm going friendly N-word. Friendly N-word. And this one doesn't count because I already passed that part. So don't okay, worry. so that doesn't yeah, because count. Because that was just like a very intro part. That right, wasn't part of the get some lyrics itself. on the yeah, screen. Yeah. I'm going to go with, uh, I'll go mean F-word. All right. I'm going celebrating F word. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Good luck. Talking about that's was that was that that's getting right to the point. I think it's more. That wasn't a celebratory one. Yeah, he's getting to work. The angry F word. Thank you, Duke Deuce, for making me this week's champion. An N word or F word. Every week we can do it. And Lizzo can't say spaz anymore, but we play N-word or F-word, and it is there is never-ending material for it. We don't like derogatory language, except for N-word or F-word. Ask Lizzo. She has it in all of her songs, except oh, yeah. spaz. That's a bridge too far. Uh, there you go. Those are your hot releases. Uh, that Great Ace thing was pretty good. I'd like to hear the rest of it. Yeah. Kind of rooting for those guys because uh, Kristen's such a good dude. Yeah. And uh, he's in the band. I, I, he, I think he's still in it. I, I, sure. I don't. They're, I don't they're, they're not like that. touring or right. anything. So but he did all the recording yeah. stuff. So they're good people. So hopefully that just seems so sad to have to go through that. And then guy dies, and then you go back and listen to all that stuff and try to make something out of it. I heard rumors that they wanted to do like a show and then have guest people singing. So I, I don't know if that's going to happen or what, but that's the rumor. Uh, it's nine thirty-six. The hot releases are behind you. It's ninety-eight. Allison Chains, it's them bones. It's nine fifty four. Brady's still giggling at a photo we're talking about. You can't do that. The I'm whole giggling time. at Bert. Stop it. Well, because you guys are like children. Stop it. Or I'll turn this car around. We're almost home, boys. Uh, it's time for the entertainment drill, and it's brought to you by our friends at ReactDefense.com, the home tactical black self defense training. I'm going to be at the seminar on Friday. Brady, you should go for sure. Brett, you should go for sure. I'm trying to get out there. I look at it like this, like a fire drill for an active shooter. Like you bring that Kirby of yours. Bring that wife of yours. You bring that bartender friend of yours. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, uh, it really is. Bring that booty. Truly, <laughs> uh, you know, it's truly life-saving stuff. The things we did yesterday, and the seminars are, by the way, they're all sold out. Uh, so, you know, that's huge. They, that's good news. But they did a thing yesterday uh, that they will be doing at the seminar that, that I was the active shooter, Right. And I didn't know that I was the active shooter when they put me in the seminar. And they said, all right, turn your back, face the wall, holding uh, a cert pistol, which is just a laser, at, uh, at ready. And uh, and had my eyes closed and I'd say, John, you say click. And when you say click, uh, the 21-foot rule applies. You're, the guy's going to come at you. And you're at, you're at a ready position. And then turn, find the person that's coming at you. And, you know, never once did I succeed. I couldn't get the gun up fast enough. And then when they brought two people, I couldn't. I was in a fight before I had the gun out. If you had to draw it out of a holster, you're done. Three people, I was defeated. And then he said, you're the active shooter. What we need to teach people is 
the mentality here of this can end real fast. One gunman, three people, and that's 21 feet away. All three of them are 21 feet away. If you're a couple feet away from him, you know, attack. And it does change your mindset. It's like, man, if we get everybody on board with saying sheepdog, not sheep, it's unreal. And I'm like, my, you've been there with me in that 21 yeah. foot where your adrenaline's going through yeah, the moon crazy. and everything else. And, and they are going to put people through it all. It's life-saving. I know it sounds crazy, but it is. And uh, if you want to get in on it right now, not the seminars, but uh, what they do down there, uh, they're running 20% off right now in their vault store that has all sorts of equipment and cool stuff, watches and things like that in the in the vault, which is tacticalblackvault.com, and also a one-month training certificate available for all Father's Day. And that goes for everybody. Your father, your father's father, your husband's a father, you can get it for him. Father's Day presents right there. One-month training gift certificate right there for dads uh, if you go there at reactdefense.com. Check it out. It is truly amazing stuff. The things we were doing yesterday... Incredible. People think, oh, I'm, I got a gun on my hip. I'm fine. I knew I was under attack. And in 21 feet, I couldn't I couldn't raise a gun, rack it, and get it ready in time to shoot. I could never get it out of my holster. And everybody's like, oh, I know what I'd do if I had a gun and somebody was attacking. No, you wouldn't. I got attacked with a stick, and I got hit with the stick before I got the shot off. Every time. You get three people in on it, I was neutralized. Didn't get a shot off. And that's mentality. So... Unfortunately, we live in a world where you sometimes have to think about that stuff, and they teach it. You can go out there, Phoenix, Glendale, and Chandler. It's reactdefense.com. Uh, it's the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain. About 200 showbiz types signed a letter urging Hollywood to be more responsible when it depicts gun violence on screen. This was off of Bill Maher's rant on Friday, and these guys are all grandstanding on what Bill Maher basically said was the, the wokest place in Hollywood won't let cigarettes in a movie anymore. Because it's too influential to kids, but they see on average 200,000 acts of violence before they're 18 on a screen. The signees include Amy Schumer, Shonda Rhimes, Judd Apatow, Jimmy Kimmel, a bunch of other people. The usual suspects that that bark all the time, but they have to be told what's bad, and then they're mad. They get outraged after someone reminds them, this should make you mad. They're not really upset about it. Jimmy Kimmel's never once said there's too much violence on TV. Uh, Movie makers, he's never once gone against his own. And now Hollywood is under pressure to not do gun violence, which will screw up movies for us normal people. Well, they're not calling for censorship, but they'd like Hollywood to start doing a few things like showing consequences, uh, consequences for reckless gun use, limiting scenes that include children and guns. Censorship. Both of those things yeah, are censorship. Saying, if you do if, this, uh, there must be a consequence. The letter was prepared by the Brady Center to prevent gun violence. You want to check it out? You can read it No, in its entirety. <laughs> BradyUnited.org. Oh, they took your uh, URL, Brady. You, you didn't squat on it long yeah, enough. You get paid. Yeah, it is, it is uh, unfortunate that we live in a world now where they say that, you know, a propensity towards violence on TV and in movies can influence your kid. And I argue against it, but they did say, like, when they took away Joe Camel and, you know, cartoon characters doing stuff, they're mm-hmm. like, well, this influences. And it makes sense that it would. And then when you see, like, John Wick and stuff, and you put it in the, you know, Bill Maher's rant Friday was brilliant because he's like, all of them have something in common with these mass shooters. You know, the, the ones that we know about, which is vengeance. The world doesn't like me. I'm going to get them back. 
And they, you know, they show a clip of Sylvester Stallone saying, just let them know death is coming and there's nothing they can do about it because it's all about revenge. It was a brilliant speech. And now Hollywood's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're mad about that, too. They're not. But I don't want to see movies without gun violence because I'm normal. And why should I have to pay for that? Such just Alec Baldwin movies. Make it so kids can't see it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Alec Baldwin movies are the most dangerous ones ever. <laughs> now, that's real gun violence. But why Why is it that we have to have it so, you know, they put ratings on things where kids under 17 aren't supposed to see it. So isn't that on the parents to be a little bit more like yeah. my kids shouldn't see this? They already have restrictions on that. Instead of saying, well, now we got to get rid of gun violence in all these movies. Just make the standard for an R-rated movie a little higher when it comes to violence. Because they let PG-13 movies get away with everything. Make it R and X again if violence is so bad. And let us normal people uh, deal with it. Because I've watched a ton of violence, but because my brain works, I don't think about shooting people. I'm a decent human being. Sometimes I do. (laughs) Charlie Sheen's 18-year-old daughter, Sam. She just turned 18. She joined OnlyFans. He's not happy about it. He blames Denise Richards. Well, yeah, his behavior. He was says uh, <laughs> Sam's 18 years old now and living with her mother. This did not occur under my roof. That's true. Probably been worse. He's got her there. At least it wouldn't have been an OnlyFans. Sure, she'd have been a prostitute, but we wouldn't have known about. It. More details have emerged about the Joker sequel. Uh, one of them is just. Well, they'll save money on makeup. I can't believe this. <laughs> Sources say Lady Gaga Ugh. is in talks to join as Harley Quinn, and it's going to be a musical. Uh. Joaquin Phoenix still the Joker? I believe so. Uh. No way. So that almost killed him last time. Basically. He wouldn't go back. Every Mesa housewife dressed as Harley Quinn now looks better than the Harley Quinn. Whereas before, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn made it so every housewife that tried to dress like that looked foolish. Now they're going to look smart. Ugh. Joan Jett is fed up with people sexually assaulting dolphins and she wants it to stop. Sounds a little weird at first, but she's actually calling on SeaWorld to stop forcibly breeding Dolphins and beluga whales. Together? No, not together, but they're breeding them so much and like there's no need to increase the population in captivity. I, that's, I've always said that about like zoos and sea worlds and stuff. They're, that's for money. That isn't for research. But or man, anything. if they, if I could buy a beluga, get a big enough tank at my house. No, I don't. <laughs> we know. We're just waiting for you to finish that. I thought. wasn't sure if you're <laughs> wondering where it was going. <laughs> Then he's doing that squirm thing. Mm-hmm. He says something. He ditches himself. <laughs> the butt cheeks. All right, I don't want a beluga. I don't even know what a beluga is. I know it's a whale. I couldn't point it out in a lineup. I'd probably pick Lizzo first. I think that's a beluga. <laughs> Caviar out of that? Yeah, I don't think you can do that. All right, we're done. Uh, that's it. McFeely's coming up next. He's got himself. Yeah, I, I wouldn't eat. Lizzo. I, w- I, I would eat a fish straight out of the water before I'd eat Lizzo. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. And I'm not talking about it in the way you're thinking. Oh, I'm, like, okay. <laughs> I'm like cannibalism. I would never consider the way you're thinking about it. I'd eat a hot flash of lead <laughs> way before I'd go down on that thing. What kind of Saw movie am I in? That That's how I get out.
Would you like to play a game? Not really, if, if I think about what you're thinking. <laughs> if you go down by Lizzo, you have to eat your way out of this cell. What's the option? The pendulum will drop and cut you in half. All right, speed up the pendulum. <laughs> you have five days. Bitch, ho! You ain't gonna spaz out on my junk? <laughs> no, Lizzo, and you can't say spaz anymore. <laughs> oh. oh, you know what it would look like? It would look like if the air conditioner went out at Swenson's. It's just melted ice cream all over the ground. It's like all sorts of, it'd just be like a. <laughs> I think it would look like that uh, semi turned over with the hot dog Yeah, filling. it's just a hot dog filler oh. all over the freeway. Oh. Oh. I, I'd rather eat the hot dog filler <laughs> off the freeway. <laughs> I didn't realize panty pudding was a real thing, but you keep pudding in this. Yeah, that's real gentle pudding. Bitch, ho, spaz. Oh, you don't use that word anymore. Oh, that's right. Sorry, bitch. That's right, Lizzo. You're a good person who doesn't use derogatory terms. That's right. Tell all my <laughs> about it. You can say all those other ones, but not spaz. We're done. Get down on my flan. <laughs> oh, oh, God. We have a little acetylene torch for it. Because I'm going to crust the top. Oh. It's like a crumb brulee. <laughs> Get the pendulum saw, guy. Oh, Ugh, Lizzo. Anyway, we're done. You guys have a good one. Larry's next. He's going to try to give you money. All you got to do is pay attention. Until then, we'll see you tomorrow on the Morning Sickness. So long. Until later. Bye. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Flavor Country.